Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give him life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop his six feet if they kick it trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. This on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Bang. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this first of the year super duper deluxe some would say a double uh size edition of one nation radio um there's a lot of shit to get to um i don't even know if we should even like exchange pleasantries that that much but i'm gonna get i'm gonna say real quickly what's going on rich and we can just get through this because like who gives a fuck what we did this weekend there's a lot of fucking wrestling it's time to just get to it and hopefully we can get out of here before 12 yeah happy anniversary james what See, I just said, let me know, no bullshit, and you want to get straight to the bullshit. What, what do you mean, happy anniversary? Oh, uh, it is January 6th. Uh, oh, shit. Today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, only when, you know, a bunch of people at the same time had the same idea to hijack or to, or to storm the Capitol, you know, without any type of collusion at all to set it up. Much like AEW, they too were trying to change the world. Who knew? 
Who knew? Yeah. I mean, speaking of AEW in, in the in the in the, in the capital, since Jericho's wife was there, um, I, I guess is where we started. Like, and then we'll get to and then we'll get to the actual wrestling because it's the only like bigger than wrestling thing that's going on um, that I can think, think of. A time. Well, there's one other. We'll get to it right after this. Um, Tony Khan, Big Swole. Big Swole said a lot of things. A lot of it. Uh, I thought was pretty thoughtful. I thought a lot of it um, was just like pretty much everything we, we've said on this show before about uh, when it comes to people talk about diversity, when it comes to uh, uh, black representation on the show, these are not the two things. I think their show is pretty diverse. Um, it, their show is missing a lot of, their show is missing a lot of black people at the top of the card. Um, and she pretty much said it. Uh, she she noted the rep- the diversity is a lot better than um, the representation of black people um, at the at, at the tops of these uh, of their respective divisions in AEW wrestling, and um, she said that there was some improvement. She also mentioned like as far as the women's division that um, there she w- she would like more structure. Because not everybody is just a you know a fountain of ideas. Not everybody is a Malachi Black that has tons of ideas for you. Some great, some not as great. Um, so with that, Tony Khan, she also pointed out as far as like, uh, as far as people writing things or things people should say or what people would say, uh, I, I thought it was an interesting note. Cause I asked you like, did she say this before or after, uh, Brandy, uh, decided to call herself a black bitch on national television? And you were like, this is after. And I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> I think that should be noted. Um, <laughs> so Tony Khan, um, Tony Khan, notorious for being the th- very thin skinned. Anytime you say anything about of anything, uh, you can't even joke on Twitter with him if you're if you have a blue check or if you have a check mark because he'll come at you. Um, ask Randy Orton about it. Ask uh, who else? Who else? Who else has gotten the Fox rap? Tony Khan. Fox News has gotten it. Uh, Darren Ravel. Darren, yeah, Darren Ravel. There's been plenty of people. A lot of people rightfully got smoked too. Yeah. Uh, this one was the least rightful of it. Um, he, uh, he, he said that, you know, we didn't renew your contract because you weren't that good a wrestler, which comes in contradictions to other things he said about Swole in her wrestling in the past. Um, I, I, um, I'm going to start this by saying this is a bad look for Tony Khan. I, I, regardless of how good or don't or not you think you, uh, Tony or Swerve, uh, sorry, Swerve, Swole's wrestling is, um, pro wrestling is a small town or is a small world in for black versus even smaller. Um, and this does not ingratiate yourself to that connection of people that you, um, have, at least made lip service to want to um, employ and do things with. So just from that perspective, it made no sense to me. Um, as far as the stuff that she has said about, uh, you know, her, her about her daughter saying that she doesn't see black people on TV. Um, and I've seen people say that like, well, her, you know, what the fuck does her daughter know? I'm like, well, kids say shit. No, no, it's not supposed to be like taken as like, it's some bright, brilliant observation. It's just a point of like, Hey, there aren't that many black people on the show. Doesn't mean there are none. Maybe she said it that way, but she's a fucking kid. She's not supposed to be able to articulate herself that well. Um, so I think people have totally jumped on that. Um, it, you know, so, I mean, 
I throw it to you, and then we can go from there. I just think that, like, this was a bad look all around for Tony Khan, and there was no, like, and I think there are people that, that feel like, well, her wrestling isn't that good. I'm like, well, yeah, but sure, maybe, but, like, what the, what did it help you to say that? Yeah, um, I think TK had poster energy on that day. It, this The day this happened, I believe, it was the 31st, so I think the... And then uh, he used it as a promo. I'm sorry. He used it as a promo. He's like, yes. yeah, by the way, you're, watch you're Rampage. Six. You're wrestling six. Anyway, watch Rampage. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Rampage. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, man, I I think he had that poster energy. I think um, the New Year's drinks might have already been flowing. And I think, you know, just looking at it from, like, what I actually think happened. um, When Swole originally, like, decided not to resign or was, you know, not brought back, whichever one you want to go with. Mm -hmm. I feel like they told her, it was like, hey, we're going to do you a solid. We're going to go ahead and let you play it however you want to play it in public. And that's why... an original first notes app thing came out and you know, she was pretty much like, she was on a podcast. I would encourage people. If you just uh, saw the transcript, actually listen to the podcast because there's like 40 minutes of, you know, her talking about how much she enjoyed AW, how much Tony is a generous guy. Yeah, I heard that a, part. A bunch yeah. of other star- stuff too. I, I would encourage people to check that out. But um, what this I is think not Britta is Brit heart, but that's based where we're just getting at. This is not the, Look, the company did her, you know, she's mad at the company, the company, the company, bitterness and, and right, lemons right. And, and, you know, and sourness and limes. But what I, what I think was going on was like a couple weeks later after that, Swole is still a wrestler at the end of the day. And knowing some of the places that I've seen Big Swole is very popular among certain circles on Twitter um, that and I've talked about, you know, on the show before, like there are loud sections that. And I think Dave actually brought a, a good point up too. There are people that will just yell diversity, 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 uh, put put these people at the show, um, regardless of what it may do for the company. It'll hurt the company because they don't care about the company or anything like that, right? So like I though these accounts, these these same accounts like are big accounts that all kind of boost all the same things. So when Swole being a wrestler at the end of the day, she has something to promote. Obviously, she's going to talk about why she left AW on the show for an hour or whatever. And she, you know, tells what she has to say. And I think, you know, she was well within (laughs) her right to express herself, right? And uh, talk about her experience. And I think a lot of people miss that that thing. Like, like I think I don't think Swole is trying to be the authority or representative for all black people when she's saying this, like, cause there are black people that disagree um, about this. So I think um, what happened was Swole did that. There was a, there was creative headlining, I think by Fightful, who's uh, been doing a lot of uh, interesting things of late. I'll just leave it at that. Um, <clears throat> they, they they worded that. I don't think TK either read the transcript. I don't think he listened to the audio and he just blacked out because he thought it was double cross. And then he went to the, well, you're not a good wrestler thing. And I think that was a miscalculation. Not for the fact, like, I actually disagree um, with, with you on this one, James, like where it says it could affect, like I thought about, I thought this could, uh, like I agree with you at first where I was like, 
okay what about the people that she's friends with that may you know want to work with aw and uh, or aw may want to sign and all that and then i'm like at the end of the day these people are wrestlers like they're gonna go get the check eventually like people will feign the outrage they'll feign they'll do whatever and then it's like all right we, we want you this this bag oh word like <laughs> okay like yeah but um people people okay there is no place that a black person can go in this country to get employed where they don't have to deal with some bullshit right right that's not that's not where I'm getting at. Um, as far as saying that, like they're, they're, she, they should all go to the not to to the wrestling utopia for black wrestlers. There's no such thing. Um, yeah. But my point is like now it's like now you know a little bit. Now there's a little bit more of a devil you know type thing with Tony Khan, where it's like okay, right? The mask. The it's mass one thing where it's like Tony Khan bit. is like that. Yeah, right. It's like it's one thing where it's like Tony Khan or sorry, Vince Man is like. You, you can pull. You can go on YouTube and here and find him with a do rag talking about uh, telling John Cena what's up, my nigga. Like, but with Tony Khan is like, you don't necessarily know that. Now it's like, oh, so, so this is this is what you thought of her if, while you were having employed, but when you were cutting her checks, it was all good and great. And now you're a two faced motherfucker because like now she's gone and she said the the sl- the, the lightest of, of criticism, and you this how you act is like okay. All right. Okay. And this was trending. This was this was big. Like I think he stepped in a landmine that was like obviously I don't think it had any effect on like ratings and business no, or no. anything like that. But this is like all it right, makes people it, it it's makes just people, hard to explain. It makes like, people <laughs> love you less when there was no reason for it. Right. Right. And um and this could in in Tony Khan like saying this, like that could have even hurt Swole going forward. Like um but you know, you never know. The wrestling business is strange. She could she could be in the Royal Rumble in a couple weeks. Um, so, like, <laughs> like if I was WWE, is, she's buried because of all what's happened with uh with uh Cedric. Like, she has over the years, like she has buried WWE more than she ever has Tony Khan. Even now, after look, this, WWE, if they they want to, there's easy low hanging PR fruit to scoop right now. I recommend. You call Big Swole and get her in the rumble, and and then I think that will just that will like if you want to score a point on AW right and Tony Khan walk right into this, you do that and then Twitter's gonna go insane I think and you don't build her up ahead of time she's just a surprise in the rumble. Hell, you can just use her for that night if you if you don't really have any you know interest or whatever right. But yeah, TK totally like. It was like there was a, a landmine, and he said, instead of walking around that landmine, I'm just going to, like, throw a bomb on that landmine as well. So we're going to get a mega explosion here. Um, I didn't like seeing it. Um, I'm not here to say whether he was correct in his assessment, but um, the only thing that it does bring into focus is, like you mentioned, those comments that he had put out about her previously, right? Like I took that always as like promoter speak or whatever, building up yeah. your wrestlers, right? And then when I see this, I'm like, hmm. So like, why was she hired then? Exactly. So, yeah. So it's uh, it, it's interesting. So like, but key, like I, I, I would encourage people to keep in mind that like there was a podcast to be listened to, and for you to listen to the podcast, there had to be something. 
and there was a match announcement also that same day. So I I feel like some of these things are loosely connected. Uh, I think it's largely out of the news cycle now, but um, yeah, I, I think you know I don't know. Like as far as like the validity of of what Swole was saying, like you mentioned, we brought up a lot of this stuff on the show. I think that like I I'm pretty much like I don't look for wrestling to solve my issues with you know society at large but i think that like i think that aw is actually on a great path personally so like I, i've made long twitter threads about it uh like back in august i want to say that pretty much like anytime this comes up and this is all stemming from like the thing with the forbes guy um like that and that's why i think this this struck a nerve so much forbes with, guy yeah, doing like the all elite white people thing and oh, everything that, like that. that guy. Oh. Yeah, like I think that I, I feel like that stuff has been seen. So that's why TK is particularly sensitive to this. And it's like, huh? Oh, I, but but you know, but yeah, why are you sensitive to guy, it though? I, I because he's getting clowned. Like <laughs> no, my point is like if like do you I, not? It, it push sounds Adam like some Cole? hit dog. It sounds like some hit dog hollering shit. It's like, hey, if this is. If, if you are comfortable with yourself, like, there are plenty of arrows that, have been thrown at, that get thrown at AEW every single day. He don't respond to all of them. Why do you respond to this one? And I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, and I'm, I'm not asking, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to say some leading question type of thing. I'm just like, look, man, either respond to all of it or respond to none of it. Because responding to this one in particular compared to all the other ones, there are ones that are way worse you don't respond to. Why would you respond to this one? You said, like, it, it's... I, I think this has been building. Really weird. Like, really strange this has been building and then you know he's i i you know you saw how he reacted that one time um to the reporter asking about like what is he gonna do to support women's wrestling he's like what do you mean like what am i what i'm gonna do i you know sent people to nwa and i paid for it like so like i think it's another like situation like he was getting questions like before aw started like and it's just been this thing right but i think aw like has been in this mode where they were under so much pressure a to stay alive so you had to use the stars you had try to build up new stars as well and they're under pressure to get that next tv contract so um as comparing them to, to wwe in that front where they have their everything locked in stone i i used to talk about this like when they started pushing um uh, like the women's revolution, very heavy. I'm like, you can sacrifice those fucking quarter hours because, like, like you already got like the billion dollar deal. So, like, you're 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 not like worried about people tuning out. Um, I'm sorry. Like, if Adam Cole comes into company, I'm gonna probably push Adam Cole. If <laughs> like if Kenny Omega's there, I'm gonna push him too. Chris Jericho, yeah, I'm probably gonna push him too. John Moxley, yeah, I'm probably gonna push him too. So, like, until the day co- comes for me, like, where I'll have like some type of issues where I see some guy that's like. You know, like your your top class guy, like where it's like, oh, and they're not getting a shot, like, and they're they're clearly over, and like there's like something going on, like then I'll I'll join right in with you. Um, I think that was like the really the key thing of why I liked the first part of the Kofi Kingston storyline back in back when they went with that because it was like, all right, well, Kofi's not some super athlete, you know, but he's 
Like, you know, he's not like Bobby Lashley or anything like that, where it's like some no brainer to push him. Like, oh, yeah, you got to push. But look at how he looks like Kofi was a, a relatively regular guy that just got really over. And I'm like, well, why can't you go with him then? I don't see anybody like that aside from like, you know, people that are very young. Like if it was like, hey, hey Rich, we need you to get the job done and by all out. I'll say that if it was up to me. I would pick Dante Martin, right? Simply because he's the youngest, right? Out of everybody they have. And this is like, and I'm going, I'm going off the deep end here, but I'm looking at people that are on the roster, right? And I'm having him blow through the, essentially the whole roster, but that's a, uh, I don't know if that's the best strategy to do that, right? Like I'd rather them just shepherd them naturally, like to, to where they're going to get because everyone's not going to be a main eventer. Everyone's not going to be a top star. There's going to be niches for everybody. I think Hobbs is on his way. I think Scorpio Sky is really on his way. And if you don't think Scorpio Sky is on his way, I would ask this. There's been a focus on him from day one, from the tag team tournament stuff to the vignettes that they tried, but the pandemic got him fucked up and he couldn't travel. When he came back, like this whole Lambert act is built around him to try to get him to the next level. Like Ethan Page is the other side of that. He's the one losing most of the matches or losing the title matches uh, in that act over and over to Cody, to Sammy Guevara. The guy that's being protected to Scorpio Sky. Like, and I don't know if this is going to work, but I wouldn't be shocked to see him do that. He got that five-year renewal. I like if if this is such a big thing for for people, right? Like, I need to see somebody that is black that's a world champion. There, it's like I don't know. Like, I I disagree with Swole where it's like, hey, it's going to take X amount of years or whatever. Because look how look how much it took for Hangman to get over, right? And I, people, I know people that really aren't really all that into him. It's going to take a while for, for anybody, like especially if you want to do it the right way. If you want to do it the fake way, you know, you can do it how WWE does it. Yeah, sure. Um, but we've seen them get in AEW, we've seen motherfuckers get over in one night. So, like, for me, like, sure, you can also get someone over in one night if you tried and, like, go about it and get them to a certain spot um, in a certain amount of time. I don't. I don't think they're in any rush to do that with anybody, and I don't. I don't really. Uh, I don't really think that's the worst thing in the world that they're not willing to do that. Um, I guess where I'm getting at is the same thing that always comes back when it comes to Tony Khan and the way he books. He does not. He does not sit through like he's not sitting through any uh, growing pains like to get someone over. Like when we talked about now. About, <laughs> who do you with think? He, who do you, Jade. <sighs> um, or he's about to sit through him. Um, I guess you could say that with Jade. Um, but in general, I meant like but yes. In in general, yes. The, in the general, general, like you talk about, like all right, put some put if you, um like it, it. It's really weird because I want to say like November there was a there was an episode where there was like. They just had black people up and down the card, like in, mm-hmm. in like he, it was almost like once they did the what pay per view was it uh, all out? After they went all out, like they were basically like they were putting black faces on TV, 
um, or at a, at a very consistent clip. And then, like after this Dante Martin Leo Rush thing happened, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know if they have COVID. I don't know what happened, but like they just have been vanished from tape from TV. Um, and it's like I don't I don't know and whatever. But it was, it's just weird or not weird, but like it's just a thing where like I look at Tony, I look at him and uh, Tony Khan, I see how he books. And it's like outside of like Dante Martin. MJF or Dante Martin and let's say the, the the four pillars like it doesn't seem like he's really interested in trying to build anybody up that like didn't already have something going for him so I, I guess get Brit too Brit would fit in that category too like the fifth pillar is if, if, you know in, in the words of CM <laughs> Punk right um, it seems like he has like a certain number of pet projects let's say let's call them pet podri- projects and then like everybody else is like you're here and then like if you're not someone that was like in New Japan, in NXT, in WWE, best of luck to you. And it's like, and I'm not saying that he's being lazy. I'm just like, I've seen some of the stuff you've done and some of the ways you've gotten people over. And it's kind of just, it's head scratching. And like, because obviously, you know, a lot of these wrestlers in the way Tony Khan will put it is like, they brought some of their own ideas to the, to the mix in like, we, it was a, you know, it was a um, collateral process to where it worked out the way it did. But it's like, how about you use some of this fucking collaborative process to get these other people over? What the fuck's going on? And, like, that's kind of where I've been with them is, like, I, I see some of the uh, thought process into in some of the machinations, if you will, to try to get certain certain place from point A to point B. And it's like, or the point C and D E F. And it's like, I don't, why can't this certain these certain people... Um, whether it's women's division, whether it's um, you know the Lucha Bros having to like literally be their 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 third their their top five wrestlers for them to finally get a fucking push on the TV consistently as far as uh, get them over enough to where they can handle the belts and then they lose them uh, you know five or after three defenses or four defenses whatever but um, it it's, it's just been a really weird um, oh it's one been, other it, thing sorry, go ahead where I think he made a mistake. Uh, was naming all the other black people that had won recently uh, to justify oh, yeah. Who gives the diversity. Yeah. So check this out. So like the problem with that is, all right, you've tied that winning and losing matches to that, right? Right. So now when they black lose, overwhelming lose on like television, like and now when when they lose, it's like, oh, is this not diversity? Like this that'll open the door for that. And it's like I what I've always looked at is like, all right, status. Like like I always say, belts are fake. It's about your status. Like, are you a star? Are you put in big positions? Are you like keyed in like when the big shows come? Right. Right. So like that's gonna so that's, many gonna, their cre- black that's re- gonna come back. Right. And so many of their black wrestlers throughout the history of their run, like, have not they've just been, you know, one match here, one match there. Like you might get swollen in something with uh Britt Baker that like fucking sucks and then they get rid of it. Um you have Scorpio Sky, like they they have him in the tag th- team th- uh, with with uh, Kazarian, and you know they do the up they do the, the upset over Lucha Bros and they win the tag titles and like that was just cannon fodder for for uh, uh, Omega and uh, Page, um, Jade. It looks like there's honest to goodness attempt with Jade. Um, uh, Dante Martin, Leo Rush. I don't know where the fuck that went. I don't know what happened. Um, I don't know if it was because like they wanted to get tad or I'm sorry, uh, hook up so they can do put hook into it. I don't know what. 
I don't know if Ricky Starks still have issues because it, it, it seems like ever since he broke his neck, like he's only wrestled like three times. I think they're being cautious with him because I heard he's cleared. So yeah, he's wrestled since then. He's wrestled like once or twice. It feels like he's like. So it's like, is he? Is he? I don't know what's going on here because it felt mm-hmm. like he broke his neck. Let me rephrase that. Hey man, a page broke his neck, and then, <laughs> and then and then he's like wrestled like three times since then. Um, and you know, like they, they keep on commentary, keep you know, keep his uh, face out there, but it's like. I don't know the Brian Cage. Also, like the weirdness of the Brian Cage thing too. Um, now, now you talk about somebody that's disappeared, Brian Cage. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So it, you know, it, it is. It is just so. It's the part where like the, is is the inter- intersectionality of of her being a black woman that makes it so weird because like you look at the black wrestlers and then you look at the women and you're like. We just talked about like the issues with like lovers up and down the card, and then you look at the black, the women's division. Like women's division, we've been talking about that shit since day fucking one, right? As far as like the, it's it's like this, you know, it, it's it's a it's a roller coaster, it's a tidal wave, all that tsunami, whatever you want to call it. And um, yeah, like you know, you mentioned it, like it may hit a nerve, but it was like, yeah, but like, hey man, you making millions of dollars off this? You got to suck that shit up and take it on the chin. I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, your feelings were hurt. Oh well, hurt. Everyone's feelings are hurt. You tough, yeah. right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Tough business. Yeah, that's funny. Like, motherfuckers, like you think Vision Man's out here hopping on Twitter to talk shit? No, you don't get like. I can't hear you, peons. Yeah, like, did um, a broke bitch say something? I, I, I think I think TK might need he needs somebody to, like to be his shield. That's that's that's. But I don't think he has like obviously he has EVPs to be a shield, right? But. Not that way. Right. Like he needs like a a Laronitis, uh, Nick Khan, or something like that. <laughs> Fall guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like to no, no, putting his mis- his face out. No, on you it. mentioned you name those uh those Fall guys you mentioned before. Uh, Laronitis. Uh, Laronitis. Uh, who else? Uh, Nick Khan. A uh, Triple H. <laughs> is it no. time? Is it time? Nah, is it time to get there? Is it time I to mean, get there? I mean, we can do That's that if you like. So speaking of um, speaking of fall guys and yeah. uh, and motherfuckers that get you know their uh, WWE's figures get blamed on other people besides uh, Vince McMahon, um, NXT made some more cuts today. Uh, they cut Samoa Joe, they cut Timothy Thatcher, they cut Danny Birch, they cut a bunch of backstage uh, people as well. Were any other? Uh, they cut William uh, William Regal, who's been with the company since like forever, like twenty three years or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um. More WWE like, cuts. Cl- cleaning, cuts cleaning out the inside uh, of NXT now. Yeah. Um, Look, man. I, development to a no veterans to help bring up the younger talent. Revolutionary. Game changing. New. 2.0. Um, I, I see a lot of people, and this has only gotten louder um, since he's been gone. And that's a hint, hint, hint for what I'm about to get into. And have... I wanted to feel sorry for Triple H for seeing his his work get dismantled like this. Um, that that want him to start his own promotion with, um, you know, whoever's money at this point. Um, and this being One Nation Radio, it is time. Uh, oh, I was. You know, when I came on the show and was talking about Samoa Joe and that whole thing being a work and like that injury not being real. Yeah, I'll take the victory lap on that. Um, I got another one for y'all. 
Um, <laughs> so <laughs> this is going to be a little it, look, I, if you are a pearl clutcher, if you are somebody that that is just like wouldn't believe the WWE would act like this, I suggest you turn the show off. Um, but, you know, for the rest of the real, like the Twitch homies that are that are in the chat, um, you know, everyone that that has supported the FOH draft, if y'all know what it's about, we about to about to get this here. So if you um, know where I think you're going, I I, I, I take a f- issue with the word we. Um <laughs> If you go, I think you're going like this is your ass and your ass alone. All right. Um, I don't think Triple H particularly cares about all these people that are gone because Triple H has already moved on to his next project in WWE, whatever it may be. Right. Triple H has been with the company since 1995. I don't think he's planning on going anywhere anytime soon. So, <laughs> uh, I think Triple H supports everything that is going on. So, obviously, you guys remember a couple months ago, Triple H had a cardiac event. So, this cardiac event is a work. I'm saying it now. And the reason why it's a work is because this is how they get no one to ask about him. Walk with me. It's the perfect cover. Triple H has this oddly termed cardiac event. The wrestlers can reach out to him, but not about wrestling. They ride that sympathy wave on social media. You know how that goes. And, you know, if you really start trying to sniff this thing out, people will call you all types of names and insensitive and tell you what type of horrible person you are. And this is bigger than wrestling. And yes, the WWF has done it again, already in the comments. They, uh, I, and think about it. Has anybody dared ask Stephanie McMahon about this? Has anyone put a, a microphone in front of her and say, Hey, how's your husband doing? I I can't say I've seen that. Um, I am not saying he faked a heart attack because they didn't say that either. They orchestrated a press release that said he had a cardiac event and he was already recovered while they cleaned house and they went to him ahead of time. This longtime old school worker, you know, they went to him and told him, Hey, this is the plan. We are getting rid of everything that you've done here. Right. So you have two options and they hit him with the beanie seagull from state property. You can either get down or lay down. They told him, here's the plan. You can either leave or this is it. We've cooked up this whole thing and some more Joe's a part of it. Sean Michaels is even a part of it because we need somebody to still be there. And why wouldn't Triple H's best friend be clued in on it? If you get Triple H out the way, you can fire everybody else. And he can never be asked about it. This is just all too convenient for me to look at this. So they were like, Triple H, do you want to go with everybody else we're getting rid of? Obviously, Triple H is not going to go. So he takes the plan. He takes the plea bargain. He cops a plea, in other words. And he'll be back doing whatever he does either, you know, corporately or even, you know, maybe he shows up for a miracle comeback match uh, one of these uh, years or something like that. 
So, and anyone that was not told of the plan, they're subject to be fired, like William Regal, like Samoa Joe, like the Road Dog, that aren't really in that inner circle. That is the new conspiracy here. Well, I'm glad that you did uh, dismount it by saying it was conspiracy because, like, I kind of go down Occam's Razor. I'm just like, so Stephanie is in on this, but Steph, like, I don't think Stephanie would go for that. Like, I just don't. Um, well, well, I don't really think she would be in on it because she's not really connected to the, like the day to day thing. They're just like, hey, like I'm sure she's aware of it, but she's not. She's like, oh, that's y'all thing. Like, but obviously nobody's even gonna ask her about it. No, but the, I, I guess I guess the thing that like raised my tenant is like the whole like you know no one's gonna where's Stephanie in this where you say like where did, you know no one's gonna dare ask people about Hunter's health or whatever. It's like. Well, if she's in on it, she would just be like, oh, he's, you know, he's recovering, he's doing better, and then move on. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like there's too much uh, ego involved in all of that stuff for Triple H just to go out, uh, it, uh, just to go out with his tail tucked between his legs and say that you can get down and lay down. And he just says, he just lays down and collect the money. Like, he's already made, he's already made dozens of millions of dollars off of this. Like, he's like, he can go somewhere else and figure something else out. Like, as far as his next project, like there is no another project. If, he, if he this just all, falls if this, back into his executive role, but what, what his executive role is running NXT that's been taken from him. So at this point, you're saying like, yeah, we're just going to keep paying you millions of dollars to do nothing, and it's like they'll just, find something for him. Just to fire do. him. They'll find something for it to keep the family close. Like they they don't want Triple H out in the real world either. A to do what to lose? Them. Look, you can't trust them. Like he can start telling. He knows stories. where the bodies are buried. Is what you're saying? Correct. He Who knows cares? They WWE Look, cares about perception more than anything. Rich, rich, rich. This McMahon <laughs> covered up a murder. <laughs> he does not give right? a. Like, you talk about where you remember where the bodies are buried. He's done that before, literally. So you're saying this lines up. You no, know, this, my, this is in the track my, record. My point is, if you were someone like uh, this man, like, you're not, you're, you're not concerned about, like, collateral damage for PR? Well, no. For what? I mean, Why? I mean, I sur- look at what I've survived. You think Triple H is going to take me down? My dipshit son-in-law is going to take me down. They can't. They, they can't. They don't even know how to book a good wrestling show, even though it's better than my show. And I sabotage him all the fucking time. No, he doesn't you, care. I'm telling you, bro. Like this. This is some Godfather. This is some walk. Um, Joe Pesci in the end at at, at um, uh, what's the goddamn movie at the end of Goodfellas? Walk him in, make him think he's a made man, but you're not. Like, like that's like all this is in play. But he like, is a made man by this, by this story because you're giving him, you're going to give him basically like um what do you call him um uh vacant not uh, like retirement balloons that go like he's like it's not all the time we're going to pay. He's taking dollars. the quiet the Irvin Burrell. He's he's going quietly. But that but you know, my point is like you saying that he's not a made man. Well, he kind of is because like you're going to pay him millions of dollars to not do anything for the rest of, for the rest of eternity. Sounds like payoff money to me. I mean, by the by, I'm talking about going by through your story. That's what it is. I'm like, I I, I just don't, I just don't like. I, if you were to ask me what happened, if going down the lines of whatever, it's like, um, I, I think I it, I feel like 
I feel like if they wanted to fire him or they wanted to move for power, they would have just fired him. Because there's no there's no net loss from I don't think I don't there's think really they, actual net loss from, from firing Triple H. I just don't. There's no place for him to go. Look, like, I don't he, think I they mean, want to fire him either, so that's why they gave him the option. They were like, hey, you can go or we can do this. Or we can pay you for nothing to do nothing. Uh okay. I mean they do pay for Triple H they do pay uh Undertaker to do nothing, so I guess. You know, I guess. Austin, I'm sure he's still on the payroll somewhere to make sure he don't show up nowhere. Like, he'll never fire Shawn Michaels. Like, we have, look, we have, like, uh, like the last time Shawn Michaels been fired was, like, 1993. <laughs> 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 yes, funny. put that man in that, in that super legends contract. Oh. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just not going down the line of, the, you know, they're they're coming up with fake heart stories. I just, I just, they I, are coming I, I, up I, with fake cardiac events. Fake they heart are stories. not coming up with fake heart attack. I didn't say heart attack. I said a fake heart start, heart or a fake heart story. I, I just not. Yes, I am I, not, I'm, not saying that, that he faked the heart attack. I'm not like, going I, down the line. I, I want, I want to be clear on this before someone tries to clip me. Yeah, but you are saying that he that he's having a fake heart condition. Look, I'm saying a press release was issued that, that, said, that, that this. said that it was a fake heart condition, which is exactly look, like it's not you're a book. Trying, like, you're trying to you're trying to put lines of delineation between there's none, there's none. Look, there, there's one heart attack is the only one, but you're still saying there's look, like it's a fake heart issue. This, He's this a fake is not heart issue. above WWE to do such a thing. Um, probably not. I'm just not going. I'm just not believing that because it cost me. Because you know whatever. I, it doesn't cost me anything to believe one way or the other, but like I, I just don't think it matches. I don't think it actually lines up with like the pop, the real possibilities and percentages and probabilities of things that will happen. I just don't. I just think it's out of the realm. I think that's too far on the outside part of reality or realities for that to actually happen. Mm-hmm. It might could be. I you know, think, but I don't think, think about so. what, when they retcon this shit on their DVDs of like you know NXT was going on like you know how they retell history all the time. Um, you know, NXT, you know, AAA started having health problems and NXT just fell apart. So we had to step in, you know, and <laughs> it's all going to come back around. I promise you. Who, who the fuck is making a documentary? Rich, who the fuck is making a documentary about NXT? It's not happening. It's never happening. Look, whatever, like, you know, all, all it takes is for like Braun Breaker to take off or something, right? What then is- they'll say this thing was a success. Like these people, this is how they 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 say things. Like DX won the Monday Night War, like by by riding a tank to Virginia. Like this is these are the things they say in their documentaries. They're only going to get more ridiculous, like and worse. Uh, we'll see. Vince will live forever. Like by the time, like whenever they, if if if. If they ever uh, make an NXT thing, like Triple H or Hunter Vince ain't gonna be there for that. <laughs> like for for who for what? They fight like they, they all they did was be a pain in my ass. They're <laughs> gonna be like, we got away from our identity, like, and then they're gonna start showing all the big news they got, like like Braun Breaker, you know, yeah, yeah you know, Von okay, Wagner got away from our identity, you know, like carrying carrying cross in yeah. in uh. And Die Jack, definitely not our identity. Oh, that should not get mentioned. Swept under the rug. Like it didn't happen. And Triple A's going to be standing there right with him. Tail tucked. Like. (laughs) Because why? He's always been a stooge. Oh, well, yeah. 
You know, I've been a stooge. So, that's all I got on that. Yeah, okay, so... But yeah, CS Mojo. Uh, I don't know where he goes. I don't know. Regal. <laughs> you know, anytime you got someone... Anytime you, like, you're, you do television and you insist on bringing back authority figures, you have one of the better ones. You just gotta fire them. Just got to. Got to. Like... Adam, the Adam Pierce Sonya Deville thing, like I think they're both hills now. When at first Deville was a a uh, a hill, and then Pierce was the good guy, and now they're both bad cops. Um, whatever, man. Like they, they got rid of him. He was instrumental in bringing in a lot of talent in NXT. Um, he he. So he helped you know find a lot of you know Sasha Banks, a lot of from the UK, a lot of European scene, a lot of the best matches and best programs from WWE over the last decade are as a result of him going to dark rooms and watching wrestling and saying, Hey, how about this person? How about this person? And, um, you know, just like we talk about when it comes to, you know, the triple H Tony Khan, Mr. Man thing of like, you tell me who has more fucking idea of what to do with professional wrestling in, my, in 2021. Regal, Regal knew what the fuck was going on. Um, so the, the Triple H had a way better idea than Vince does. But, you know, neither one of these people got their days from uh, territory. I uh, got their days territory that was the best one of the nation, um, you know, in eighty in the 80s. So we are where we are now. So, um, oh, also, not coincidentally, I'm watching like more Japanese wrestling than ever. <laughs> I don't know if those two are related. Just maybe. Just maybe. Just maybe. Maybe. But anyway, so yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know where he, where he ends up or if he ends up or if he just don't wrestling. But um, I'm sure that there are a lot of people, uh, especially someone that's in that's uh that you know that's away from television right now that will love nothing more than to be able to see uh Regal um backstage and at uh AEW. Um. Like, like if you look, you read that Mossy book. He loved like that is a you know you know the Paul Heyman guy thing. Like, Mox is a is a is a William Regal guy. Um, so you know I mean shit the the fucking Regal knees when he's in New Japan that he uses like. Um. So anyway, uh, we'll see what happens with him. Like, if he wants to be employed, he can pretty much get a job pretty much anywhere. Like New Japan will hire him for, for international scouting. Um, AEW will sign him for for just to add to the brain trust. So it depends on what he wants to do. Um, Joe, I don't know. Might be broke up. Might not be. I don't know. I mean, why why would he want to wrestle anymore? I mean, he put a tweet out that made it sound like he's very excited for his future. So. I I feel like he's going to be wrestling. Yeah, like well, I don't I don't think people like put out these type of tweets to be like, yeah, I'm about to do something like I'm going not wrestle. Like, but I'm excited about my future. Like, like there were PC coaches there that were quitting like Scotty Tuhati because there's money to get right now because there's either a thriving independent scene or there's an independent scene that needs like blast from the past like uh like gcw like he walked in there and he had merch for sale he had a match against joey janela recently like 
these people all want to work. There's bags to get as wrestlers. Like they're not going to just hang out. Okay, so if Joe wants to wrestle, he can wrestle anywhere he wants. That's not that's not really the thing. Um, it just more or less seemed like you know, given the last two years or so, it seemed like he didn't want to. Um, so we'll see. I mean, if he wants to, if he wants to work somewhere, we can, I mean, impact will hire him in a heartbeat. Hell, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Cody Khan would give him a, would give him a job. Um, like, I mean, can you imagine the problems between, can you imagine the problems between Joe and Eddie Kingston? Good God almighty. Man. That'd be that'd be uh Cause, pretty fun. Like, cause it's fun. Like, it's fun to talk about. Like, you know, CM Punk right now, and Eddie Kingston, and Dan Lambert, and MJF, and you know, John Moxley when he was uh before he left TV. But like, uh, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I still think this is Joe still the best promo in the world when he like he just ain't been able to do it. The shit he said, the shit he says, people just come off like. I, I just want to see some, one of them like slap the shot the other one like so yeah um it's gonna it's gonna be a matter of time like if he's in AEW he'll be better, like people gonna love him too it don't matter how good his matches are at this point anymore he'll just be able to talk people in the building because like he's just that kind of gift uh gifted uh talented person on the mic so um if he wants to wrestle sure I think he I think he would come off I think he'd be better utilized as a manager for somebody. But you know, like if he's the manager for Wardlaw, I think that could work. If he's a war, if he's a manager for like Dante Martin, that ain't gonna work. Cause like he he's more physically <laughs> he's more physically um what's the word um he's more physically menacing or tiring or imposing than um than Dante Martin. So he got to pick the right person uh, for for whatever he does. If he's gonna be a manager or a you know someone that talks uh or whatever else, like maybe he you know. Um, maybe he ends up going to broad or broadcasting. I mean, he was already good at it before, you know. Even with Vince, you know, in his ear trying to get him to suck. So we'll see. There's like the options are limitless, limitless for him because he's such a good talker and such a good mind for the business. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with him. I, I don't think we've seen the last of him. I don't think so either. But uh, like, should we should we take the plane to uh to Japan or or? Man, How you want to do this? Yeah, we may as well say the plane in Japan because we're gonna be there for a minute. We're gonna be there for a minute. Um, all right. All right. Do we do we want to handle this in biggest shows? Or do we want to handle this in chronological order because it's a lot, man. Uh, I guess we can just go start to finish. Like, um, right. you know, Wrestle Kingdom Night One. Um, man. All right. Overall thoughts, Wrestle Kingdom. Um, this is not some great Russell kingdom this no. is a good show this is like a six and a half maybe seven out of ten show i think uh, when i think of Russell kingdom i think of all-time great shows like you know Russell kingdom 9 11 you know 12 13 14, <laughs> 14 hell last year 15 night two yeah um this wasn't that we got two great main events um but i for me it wasn't all there like in the way that it was in the past there there are things that if i'm evaluating these shows as complete experiences like there's stuff happening on undercars that is, that is just sucking the life out of everything uh i think the whole shibata thing was 
kind of like funny in hindsight, like with the X and them clearly uh, when I saw Renderita walk, I, I learned why they put an X on that. Because um, they're like, oh, who would kill a fuck, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, it's, oh, it's La Shibata. Okay, right. Great. It's a mirror match, you know. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, let's let's start at, at fuck them pre shows. Fuck, fuck the Rambo. Oh, uh, actually, the Rambo was kind of fun. Shima was in there. Um, what else? There was. I mean, uh, fucking Fujinami was in there. Yes, Tatsumi Fujinami was in there. Brought a hell of Fujinami. <laughs> That man had that disco overdub music. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, man. You know, he came in and gave Dragon Screw Legmas to a bunch of people. And then I forgot how he got thrown out. But I was like, why couldn't, why couldn't they put him in the King of Pro Wrestling? Why not? He got pinned. He, he got yeah, pinned yes, while he yes. had somebody in a hold. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He had somebody in a figure four, right? Yep. Yeah, and they, and they double pinned, I think, uh, both of them on the floor. I was like, okay, well, whatever. Cause you got to get mean, the old timer out of there some way. Got to get him out of there. What I have him, you know, go over the top rope. Right. You send him over the top rope. It's gonna be the it might be the end last of uh, the Johnny. Yep, yeah, last, bump. last bump. Um, so the final four wins. <laughs> so terrible. I'm gonna say. I'm fucking. I'm gonna say it. If I, you know, send him over the top rope, it'll, it'll be he'll be out of here before they get a Nokia out of here. God damn it. <laughs> um. So the winners were uh, Suzuki Shima. Um, Chase Owens Chase and Owens Bad Luck Fale. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Yano, Toriano, my fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, we got the opener, and it was Show versus Yo. Yeah. I thought this stunk, sucked, lifeless. Uh, nothing happened until the submission. Uh, in the middle of the ring, nothing mattered at all. <laughs> like Show trying to signal to the crowd to silence to to nothing. Like they're they're using a wrench um i thought this stunk i think the show and yo i've been listening to keeping it strong style uh and they've been blasting the show and yo stuff like it's just not clicking and it makes no sense why it doesn't click these guys came up together i've never seen friends have worse chemistry and and pro wrestling like this is just this stunk like i hated this it wanted, and the thing about it is it wasn't like this match was full of botches or inconsistency. It's just it had no heat whatsoever. Um, no investor from the crowd, even with the crowd, you know, in the opener, um, you know, being subdued even by Japanese standards. Like uh, it, it was uh, polite Japanese standards. Like they, they just did not give a flying fuck about show as or sorry about yo as babyface in like show in House of Torture. Sorry, yeah, House of Torture, like, House of Torture shit just is the shits. Like, and that's the one thing when you look at the, these cars going through it, it's like all this stuff involving House of Torture, all, and there was not one fucking match involving House of Torture. Everything fucking sucked. Yep. Um. So, like, you know, like, I feel like maybe I'm we're being a bit too harsh on it because, like, you know, we both we both think that showing yo um, in the right circumstances can have really good matches. It's just that like these two together, it was not that good. So like, take your two and a half stars for you, t- for, you know, a motherfucker like show that like should in theory be like the next come, the next up and comer in that, in that stale juniors division. He should be like the next top baby face, but instead they turned him heel to, to, to then like give yo something to do. And it's like, you chose wrong. Like, Sorry, show's wrong. Yo, I, I've always been out on yo. I've never liked yo to that extent. I've always knew the show was better. And they have, sh- and they, and they're in sympathetic yo. No one gave a fuck about sympathetic yo. It's the shits, pun intended. So whatever, like, 
that it is what it is. And then and so now we talked about um we talked about, you know, the house sort of shit sucking. Let's talk about like the general, the overall global form of Bullet Club. Bullet Club gotta go, bro. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, like, I understand that Bullet Club has done a lot for them, and it was more than it was. It was, you know, even it was hot even when it was the elite. But you know, they always had this history of having you know shitty matches or tons of interference, tons of you know all that kind of stuff. I'm sorry, man, but like when you go out here second or second show or second match on the show, and you have uh, a trios match of uh, Tanahashi, Raiko Romero, and uh, Taguchi versus Kenta. Uh, ELP and uh, and Ishimori and like the whole thing is built around like it's all a, an angle to set up the the, the match in the semi main event between on the night two between Tanahashi and Kenta where Kenta brings out a kendo stick he uses it uh, it sets uh, Tanahashi off he gets hot and then he steals the kendo stick and he keeps using it and he even cheats in front of the ref like fuck out of here that's a raw finish I didn't I, this is Wrestle Kingdom. Like I'm yep. sorry, I know that you sold two shows being Russell Kingdom, really three shows being Russell Kingdom. <laughs> uh, but like, have some fucking uh, su- uh, self to recognize that like people bought this show for a certain reason. You have six talented guys in the ring. Have a good fucking match on your biggest show of the year. Like you used to know this. Why do you not notice anymore? What has happened? So, I hated this too. DQ. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I, a DQ I, in the dome, Rich. Yeah, I was. I was just flabbergasted. Like, and this is like, this isn't even just going to be the worst thing that I. You know, the worst part this about show. this is this match was still better than showing yo the, the show before the match before. <laughs> well, yeah, El Fantasma was entertaining. So yes, because you know he keeps like you know how Demon Linko is a man of thousand uh, holds. ELP is the man of a thousand back rates. Like every fucking match, this this fucking guy, him and even Ishi- get it in. And even Ishimori uh, has got in on on uh, the 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 elaborate the elaborate back rate. Uh, like even he found a way in night two to, to do it. But like yeah, Kimo knew the, a new way to like I, I, I don't know if it was night one or night two where like ELP is doing like the. Uh, the luchador jump from the middle rope, sec- jump to the uh, top rope, jump back to the middle rope, jump top rope, like, like three or four times, and he jumps off, and instead of coming off with an arm drag, he back rake. <laughs> I fucking howled. I popped. You know, he's one of my favorite shithead wrestlers in the world. Um, props to him. But yeah, like, this, this, you know, this match was meant to be fun, and then, like, it was, it seemed like they were going to head to a nice finish, finishing stretch, but nope. Kenta said, "Look, Thinking. man, I did, look, I already did my real wrestling on that on that Noah show on 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 night on uh in Budokan Hall on one one. If you want to watch some real work, go go watch Noah. <laughs> if you want, if you want, where, where the real is? If you want to watch some real shit, watch Noah. Like this New Japan shit, this is for the checks. You want the real wrestling? Watch the Noah's match. Throw it from the top. Wow. Anyway, it's like a four star match. That's funny. It's like a thirty minute four star match with six guys and like it." I got worked into thinking a, a shoe was breaking out in the first like five minutes of match between Kenta and some big uh, muscle, some big uh, blockhead ass dude, you know. But whatever, like Kenta did this night off. He needed Zach that. Zach is enjoying this burial. He needed that night off because of what happened. He had to rest up before, you know. He had to rest up his face for what he was going to do in night two. But um, yeah, man, like it was really disappointing. And like, yeah, Rosh Tanahashi getting DQ'd in the dome. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Move yeah. on. Um, six man tags. So these guys come out. 
I think this is going to be good. I like all these guys. Uh, United Empire, this is a hell of a six-man unit. If you've ever seen a, any of yeah. their work, LIJ, always green six-man tag. Yeah. What do we get? Will Osprey not tagging into the end. What do we get? Tessio Naito, full T-shirt Naito in the T-shirt in the dome. Sonata, dome, Rich. Sonata showing up wearing the same gear he's had on since 2019. It looks like um, Bushi. He literally wore that doing him. Literally in literally in the G1 in 2020, he wore that. Sh- he was wearing that same gear. I don't know about 2019, but he was literally wearing oh, okay. the same. Okay, it might have been 2020. He yeah. was literally wearing the same gear in 2020 G1. Yeah, so they do that, and then I, you know, I think this is going to be pretty good. I'm like, hell yeah! And then they just do another like road to match. Yep. And I'm like, damn, like, is anybody going to try here? Where's right. the energy? Like, and I feel like nobody's trying on this show so far. And I'm just like, well, what this? What the fuck? Like, and then you know, um, I don't, I don't really have much more to say about it. But you know, Bushi takes uh, the pin. Yeah, yeah. Osprey gets in like he got in one time. Like, cause most of the match, it was literally like Cobb and 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 Ocon and they're in their match, and like Cobb is literally like he's okay with Osprey taking the night off. Like Osprey is like sitting on the on the uh, on the metal uh, r- guardrail, and like he's li- like Jeff Cobb literally says to him like, "Yeah, man, you got to rest up for your big match tomorrow." I was like, "Nigga, you got a match tomorrow too, right?" What? what? Um. So anyway, look, and so does Ocon. What the fuck? Or excuse right. me, I guess Sonata. Yeah. I guess Sonata. Yes, exactly. So I was like, whatever, man. Whatever. Understand title match. Whatever. Your heels. Whatever's fine. So, but like the level of effort didn't like increase. Like, it, like when FTR does the whole like we're here in MJF, they do the whole we're heels. MJF is the is the top money is the money uh man or whatever else. So we you know we do all the dirty work for them like. FTR still bust their ass in the match. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so it, it was really weird. Whatever. Um, and then, like, Osprey got in one time, got out, got in again at the very end, and he ended up, um, was it a powerbomb? Oh, yeah. It was like a powerbomb, and then he ended up uh, hitting Bushi with a hidden blade and got out of there. Like, it was three stars, but it's like, it's 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 Naito, it's Sonata, it's Osprey, and, and it's Jeff Cobb. And it's like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I thought there was gonna be more. This is this is this is like this, this is the first night of the biggest show of the year. Like, can I get more effort? Get like, look, man. It, you know, obviously, it's compared to speaking or whatever else. But like, there ain't no way. I ain't never seen no no triple no uh, no trios match in stardom, even on a road to show with this lack of effort. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so up next, we had the return of Cassiori Shibata taking on X, and who is X? He started hearing the L.A. Dojo music, and it was Ren Narita, the return of Ren Narita. But I don't know if this is a, an official callback, like a graduation. It would be or hilarious not. if it was. Like he comes back. Like, like I know he's not a young lion anymore, everybody. Right, right. Before you start picking this apart, right, like I don't right. know if this is his official return to Japan. Right, right from excursion. You right. I mean? Like it, it would be funny if it was because it's like he left as a, he left as a young lion and then he came back as being like a Shibata clone which means he came back as a young lion <laughs> because, because Shibata, like Shibata still dresses like a young lion except he has kick pads that's it yeah uh, um so thoughts on it being Ren Narita for one I, I mean I feel like I I sniffed out the rat 
well, a couple weeks ago. If it not, wasn't, not necessarily Narita, but it was like there's a reason gonna, they're not. It wasn't gonna be some big name person. Like it wasn't gonna be a Bushi coming out. That, yeah, you know, like yeah. Um, I figured that, and then you know, like you start heard, you know, obviously, you know, when we once we first heard like that it was gonna be a catch match instead of a real a a, a regular singles match, we were like, I don't think like a Bushi not come back for that. Why would he come back for that? Um, right. So. You know, and apparently this is a whole gimmick. Like this is a thing. It was all designed for Shibata to look like this tough warrior. He's going against like the office w- office's wishes and all that. Oh, like, so it was a work. Yes. Okay. Um. So, um, they have so, the match. Okay. Go ahead, sorry. Go, go I was gonna say the match is solid. Like it, Very everything. Match. Everything's you know. I mean, Renderita can't really hit Shibata, that's, but that, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like. I gave this match. What did I give this match? Uh, I gave this match uh, three and a quarter. And I look, I see people on cage match giving this four stars. I'm like, y'all gotta be caught up in the fact that Shavada's back because like this match is just a is like a very well wrestled mat based match. While one person like is wrestling, while Renarita is wrestling catch rules match, um, and obeying the rules. Aside from, uh, like, Shibata is actually having a full-on match. He's just hitting, he's beating the fuck out of Renarita. And Renarita literally is like, he's, he's basically told backstage, you're not allowed to hit him above the neck. You're just not allowed to hit him above the neck. Even the chest, hit or whatever else. You're not allowed to hit him above the neck. So basically, you're basically in a, in a, in a, in a uh, catch match, Shibata. But you, but you got to go against Shibata, who is bigger and stronger than you, and more and, uh, more savvy than you. And you have to wrestle handicapped, because he gets to go ahead, beat the fuck out of you, and dropping. Well, he didn't drop him on his dome, but if he wanted to, he could have dropped him on his dome. And, and he could have hit him in the head. Shit. And he, yeah, and he beat the shit out of him, and, and palm strikes, and dropped, kicked him in the face in the corner. Like, he does all this Shibata shit. I'm just like... Okay, I was like, yeah. it's, it's still very good, but it's like, I, I, I just, I was like, all right, it's cool. Like, I, I, I wasn't going crazy over it or Shibata anything. Shibata said, it, "Fuck that!" It's a regular rules match. I was, I was intrigued, and then I saw the match. I was like, oh, y'all just said this. He's still, he's still under, he's still being protected. He's not allowed to do certain things. Like this, is more or less, like this, is like the shit we imagine is happening, like at, at the LA Dojo, where he's being shut up, people, and he's not, he's not allowed to get hit back. That's, right? That's what. This is exactly what we expect is happening. Literally between the fucking Hindu squats is is this right? There's a, there's a training match. That's funny. Yes, it's like yeah, you know, great grappling, uh, fast, athletic, quick, rope running, uh, a little bit of rope running, but ultimately, ultimately, is like it's it's about beating the shit out of them kids, and the kids can't do nothing back. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was cool. Hopefully, Shibata can, yeah. like, hopefully, they, like, I'd like them to drop the gimmick and just, like, if he can wrestle, let him. If he can't, don't. Like, I, I don't wonder, know. My question is, I wonder how long and how many matches he can get away with doing before the crowd realizes, like, oh, yeah, he's not actually really doing singles matches and doing real, doing big bumps or any of that kind of thing. Like, do you think people won't care that it'll be okay with him more or less doing exhibition matches? They would have to do it sparingly. Like, but only it, like based like Dominions and Russell Kingdoms. I, I think if you put him on a more regular schedule, people then I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you maybe you want to get it to the point where they know and then have somebody cross the line with him. Like maybe like maybe that's what you want to do. Well, but. I think well, I don't think they can cross the line. I think he's just not clear for that kind of level of impact. And Maybe. he and he then he basically is like, well, let's make it an angle like I like I just you know like 
I'm defying the right. Like I'm defying yeah. that because it's a, it's a it's not an, it's not uh it, like me coming out here and wrestling one of these matches, these exhibition matches, ain't exactly the cool thing. Like when we're talking about it going into it, it's like it's not really interesting. And then he you know he then he says like nah fuck that run it run it for real. We're kind of like oh that's interesting. But then if you watch the match like. Nah, this is this is a match we would have would have seen. We, we probably would have seen if it was catch rules anyway, or not catch rules. But I don't you know. think people are going to be as hard on it as we are, and probably. I think it's going to go a lot further with them because they're going to get caught in the, you know, the the simpy. So I mean, I'm, I'm happy he's back. I, I'd rather have him doing this than no Shabbat at all. But it's still like. It still ain't exactly. It still ain't exactly what I want when I think of a, a Cassio yeah. Shabbat match. Like the match is like. You know, the matches uh six years ago, like them shit changed my 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 wrestling life. So, you know, it's kinda yeah. different. Like I couldn't I couldn't like the idea that I'd be watching like Tam Nakano in uh whoever in a in a in a big match is like fucking waylay slapping each other so hard like her and Julia on uh, on the third. It's like just so hard and like Tam slapped Julia and her ears popped and she had to pop her ears because she could so she could hear again. Like I couldn't stomach that uh, until uh, if it weren't for like watching Shibata in 2015 and 16. Mm-hmm. Like this is so like to see him do this is kind of like uh, yeah, eh. I can take it or leave it. Like yeah. it, it, like if they if he was like right off into the sunset, I can't do no more. All right, cool, holla. Like yeah, 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 I mean, go back over there and beat up them kids. <laughs> up next, <laughs> the worst match in the history of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, one of the worst Tokyo Dome matches of, of all time. I was talking about this with Josh and Jeremy. Oh, um, man. Brought up with other things such as Jeff Hardy and Tetsuya Naito. Apparently, there was also some tag match with some Gracies in it. So I was like, all right. So it possibly took someone being high out their mind in MMA. Oh, like for this to even have a contemporary. The House of Torture shit is horrible. Evil sucks. Dick Togo sucks. All of it needs to needs to fuck off. Tired of these frauds. Um, Tomohiro Ishii barely gets to wrestle single matches in the dome. Never won a dome match. What no kind of moment for him. Uh, and then it gets wasted on this. Like and it's just disrespectful to him. Um, I think this was this damn near. I wanted to damn near turn the show off after I seen this. Like it was just like. What the fuck am I watching? Like right. I see the 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 Shibata match, which is like all right, and then those other three matches before that, and then mm-hmm. this, I'm like, th- this company is unrecognizable. Right? Like, like what the fuck is these this? Are all, these are all the same people that have watched and seen Russ for the last six years, but they are doing this shit that makes no sense compared to the things they've done it before. Like all this shit is substandard. Um, yeah, man. Uh, to see. I mean, it's just has a one point nine four on cage match. I, I mean, people are angry at it. It, it. People are angry at it. Like it's not that it's not that bad, but still, but whatever. It's a it's a it's a it's a two star fucking match. So fuck it, whatever. It's a dome. Hated it. It's Ishii in the dome. Hated it. Yeah. Change it. Yeah. Do better. Yeah. Like. And then, like, this was for a belt. So, Evil is a champion again. So, like, yeah. tie up the Never Belt and nothing. Like. Yeah. Like, and he's supposed to be that, like, the Never Belt was, like, a saving grace for the company the last two years after they've done all this nonsense with the top belt or whatever else. And they put, you know, they had it on Tanahashi. They had it on Shingo. They had it on, uh, 
Ishii, and now it's going to be on Evil, who like is literally like the antithesis of the of the the never uh, ethos, and it's like. I see you got heat. Great. Like, don't you think this fucking company gets enough heat? Like, I'm... This awesome, can this react. awesome mistake I made. Do you listen to English or Japanese commentary? English. Listen to English. Hey, man. Um, uh, Carlton and... Um, Charlton and, and Kelly do a great job. I'm sick and tired of the English commentary. It is always... They, they never figured out the volume levels. Like, I could tell. I didn't even listen to it yet, but, like, listen to Dave Meltzer talk about it on um, Observer Live. Uh, I guess it was yesterday. Um, or last night, whatever. I heard how loud their volume was, how much it, louder it was than the crowd, and I was like, they fucked up the volume levels. I should probably switch over to Japanese. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'll, I'll stay where it is. I'll keep it where it is. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, their volume is so much higher than the crowd, which means they fucked up the volume. And then, like, Meltzer says, like, volume is fucked up. And I was like, yeah, didn't even need to go check it. I knew. Um, so, like, it's just a thing. Like, they tell, they're really good at recapping the story for everybody that's, you know, someone that's a lapsed person like me that's getting back into it, trying to figure out what's going on, where what, what do you, where are these characters going, and, uh, and the dynamics of relationships since I've, like, you know, pieced out on the promotion. But at the same time, like, when I can hear, and this happened, like, during um the 2020 New Japan Cup, like, when I can hear through the English feed, I can hear, like, Monado Collection AT or Liger, I can hear their, them yelling at the top of their lungs during high spots and matches over, and it bleeds to the English commentary, y'all are not emoting enough for my liking. And this, is the re- and this also is the thing where it's like, I was watching, I got hip to, or I got started watching New Japan, like, before there was even an English commentary like that. So, like, I'm used to hearing Liger in in Milano Collection AT or or Chono, whoever else, screaming at the top of the lines, going nuts, emoting, doing big spots, all this kind of stuff, and putting matches over. And, like, those are some of my favorite calls, even though I don't know the fucking language at all. Um, And quite frankly, if not for that, I probably wouldn't be able to... did really dealt with stardom the way it was, which is I was used to like no commentary or Japanese commentary because like all, that was my only choice. And like they're really good at their job, but they don't emote enough. Um, and this hurt the show for from that perspective watching it because I'm like, why can I hear like why can I hear Liger yelling at the top of his lungs, but I can't hear y'all. Um, and, but whatever. So and so the thing for me is like we talk about the heat thing with, with evil is like. Um, the reason I brought up the Kevin Kelly thing is like Kevin Kelly in commentary was like, and I'm, I'm I'm sure there's truth to this. He said like the Japanese crowd, because they, you know, they can't vocalize stuff. Only thing they do is clap when things, when they disapprove of things, they just, they just don't make any noise. And I was like, boy, if that is true. They should never try to get heat ever during their wrestling matches because that sound because like look uh, beginning of a match when people were you know doing you know mat wrestling whatever else and they're like focused intently on that stuff when they come out come out to break and they stare at each other on the you know stare off people clap of the, you know that was really good wrestling whatever 
they're watching Evil do all that bullshit, and the crowd just sitting there silent, just sitting there like, what the fuck is this? And then like, I'm from, and from watching it, just listening to that crowd, just just hearing the dome, you, know, you hear a pin drop in the dome, it's like, they should just revamp all this shit and rethink re- how, they do, how they're doing it, because they're doing it wrong. If, if the idea is we want the crowd to not make any noise whatsoever when there's thousands of people in a fucking building. So, yeah, I, I, I you know, um, it sucked. Evil's whole gimmick, his whole shtick sucks. It sucked for years now. At this point, it's not. It's dragged the company down. It's not. It's not made anything better. It's not made any. It's not made one single star. It's like get the fucking clue and move on from the shit already. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we got a tag match. Uh, Chaos, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi defeated the Dangerous Techers. Uh, changed the title. Of course, it's the tag team belts on the dome. Of course, they were changing hands. <laughs> and they um, change like every single year. <laughs> I, I believe so. Yeah, like every um, single World Tag League champion is one uh, has won that shit and like won the belt at the dome. Yeah, uh, this was cool. It took me a while to get into though because I was so kind of pissed and dejected from the last the match. Yeah, yeah, and that first half of the show, and I was just like, "Man, what's going on?" And then you know, the end of the match, like they're working hard, and you know, Yoshihashi's yep. working hard, and um, and they win. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was. I thought it was fine. It was good. Like, it, I, but I don't think it was a great match or anything. Um, I thought it was very good, not great. So I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, I uh, if I remember correctly, Yoshihashi ended up uh, catching um Taichi with the European Clutch. Um, and you know that I, I don't know if they. I don't think the camera caught the saber, but like. It should have caught Saber like looking at like his teammate getting pinned with his own fucking move. <laughs> no. Like son of a bitch, this yeah. fuck this 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 fucker has stole has copied my copy my style. Uh, but either way, like Tai Chi with you know because of Saber and Dangerous Techers and and Ishii, like this man is this man has gotten less and less away from the the original Tai Chi shit and, and actually wrestles now and like he's t- I f- I feel like a babyface turn might come. Or maybe it's already underway or whatever else, but like he shook uh, Yoshihashi's hands like congratulations, like you know. Um, so yeah, uh, Yoshihashi's first IWGP belt. Yeah, because his first belt was the Never belts uh, the yep. summer of last year, right? Yep. He, yeah, he's kind of completely rebuilt his career. It's just yeah. like someone that works really hard. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Like, all this shit started sucking. He's one of the few reliable people that goes out there and tries her every single night and, like, tries to have good matches for the people. And, like, now they're giving him something. It took me years. But, like, you know, I guess once you get into a, you know, a muscle in a gender, or sorry, once in a multiple lifetime pandemic and you have somebody that's fucking up the booking, then, like, you got to rely on some of your soldiers and he came through for him. So, yeah. like, Yoshihashi. Goto looked good in this match, too. He's flying yeah. around like he was a little bit younger. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, ever since he lost that weight, you know, with Shibata going to LA Dojo, uh, I think that was two G1s ago. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, like, he's kept, he's, he moves around better than he, than them before. So, you know, um, he's in his tag stuff and trio stuff and the never stuff with, uh, with, you know, Yoshihashi. He's been stapled together with him for like the past, you know, almost a year now, but close to a year, but. Or half a year, whatever. Uh, but yeah, like I, I, you know, I enjoy their their tag work together. Um. So next match, uh, Desperado, El Desperado versus Hiromu Takahashi. Desperado is defending the IWGP Junior Championship semi main event here. 
Despy comes out in the all white, like the look. Yep. Hiromu Takahashi just looks more ridiculous by the year. Um, I love it though. I I don't even under I don't even get this one. Like it, like you ain't never got it before. He comes out dressing like a weirdo. You know what he is? This is the way to explain it. This or this is the way I've always, I've always understood it, so I've rock with it. He dresses like Lil Wayne. You never you never realized that before? I've said this to you before. I, I've never put this together. I've, I could have sworn I've said this to you before. He dresses like Lil Wayne. Like, this is all truck fit shit he's wearing. That's funny. Like, wow. Yeah, like, the, he comes out in the plushie and is like, you look at his outfit and you look at, like, some of the shit you would see Wayne wearing. Like, and you're like, yeah, okay. Road Takahashi. It's, out, it's outlandish, ridiculous. It said no one would ever wear in the right mind. Like, yeah, sure. Like, this is a, these are drug out of brains. Whatever. So he is he is he offering the truck fit? Like, if they, no, nah, I'm, I'm not even gonna go there. Don't do um, that. don't do that. Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> no sir. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as far as the match goes, uh, they went like 16 minutes. It was a great it was, match. Was it a super it was match? Pretty no. good. It was great. It wasn't super. There's just gonna. I, I'm just gonna say it. People are not gonna like me. Whatever. Um, I'm just never gonna be that into Desperado. I'm sorry. Like, I've seen the peaks of the junior division in the last couple of years. Like, you know, it's nice they've they've decided to make a star, and it's a big win for him. Not saying any of that. Um, he doesn't leap off the page at me as this like electric once in a lifetime performer like a Hiromu Takahashi does, like a Ricochet did, like Bandito, like Will Ospreay, like, you know, guys that have been in the junior division, Shingo, like, it's like, all right, he's 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 who you got for now. Like, so it's, it's cool. It's good. My, you know, it'll do. It's it's serviceable. It it was below the level of the standard semi-main event of a Wrestle Kingdom show. It was. This is true. It was yeah. still it was still great. I gave it four and a quarter, but you know, like especially especially given it especially after what they've done before, like this wasn't even close to their best match. Like yeah. that match they had at the best of Super Junior final uh going into two thousand or, or in two thousand twenty, that match was awesome. Like that was some of like that last what ten minutes of that match was fucking out off the charts. This was not that match at all. They didn't even have a they didn't even try to p- have a peak like that. Not even not even attempt. But it was a great match. You know you know what it kind of reminded me of like in a way. And I, I would have thought I like I should have told uh, Josh and Jeremy this like off the air. But do you remember when Kushida had his last match in the dome before he went to WWE? Yeah, and it was just a dominant win by Ichimori. Yeah, uh, by, by Ishimori. And I think this was obviously this peaked at a higher level, but I think the idea was the same. It was only 16 minutes. Despy like beat him with two pinche locos. It was yeah. like trying to show you the dominance. Like Rome maybe on his way out of the junior division. Good. And I think this was like you know in a way they wanted to send Ishimori is going to be you know who we're with going forward. I feel like they're trying to send the same message here. Rich. The last two uh, Russell Kingdoms we've gone into is all been about Hiromu's here. The champion is fucking here. Yeah. And the champion is trying to retain to get to just here. Right. Now Hiromu's here. So, yeah, like, it's time. It was time last year. They just didn't do it. 
Yeah. Um, I, like I remember two years ago, Will and Hiromu, my God, that right. match was so fucking great. Like this was just like, huh? like, so, so like when people were like, you know, Despy is just this big, you know, I'm like, all right, man, like, cool. Like he's, he's for y'all, I guess. <laughs> if, if they want to rebuild the division, um, around this version of show, Desperado, um, Eagles. Do you think, do you actually think Romero is actually retiring? Rock Romero? No, he's not retiring. Yeah, you know, no way. It's a storyline. It's a storyline. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like, if, if they're still, if, if they're building around that, they need to get Romero out of there because, like, he's already wrestled all the dudes. I get them Noah Jr.'s in there. Well, I mean, if they want to send Kia, uh, Kia Mia in there, like, then maybe, maybe, maybe just maybe, you, you keep, you know, Romero around for, like, one or two more matches. But outside of that, it, it, it's time, man. Like he he is holding that division up. Like he like I don't even know how to explain it. Like you know what he's like. He's like Texas football, except except successful. Damn, damn. Like damn, damn. Is this like the Big Twelve? It's cool. It's all right. Like Oklahoma State, they have some good years. Oklahoma's Oklahoma's always always great, right? Um, you have some fun years at TCU with Baylor or whatever else, but. Make no mistake, we fucking here for we fucking here for the breadwinner, which is Hiromu Takahashi. Like, if he wants to leave and go to that CC, what they gonna do then? JML mentioned that L Lindemann may be coming in too. So, oh yeah, yeah okay. But here's my question: all the strong gonna, hearts guys, if they're gonna bring in Lindemann and all the other uh, strong hearts great guys, then like you know, I just I actually learned today that or yesterday or during our Ruskin is it's not Gleet, it's Glate. So whatever, spell it like spell it like Glate then, like plate with a G. That's, yeah. that's Glate. That's not Glate. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm getting all my Japanese brothers and sisters for not spelling English right. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? Whatever, man. It's Glate. Like, nigga, nigga, you trying to spell some kanji, nigga? Like, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm an asshole. I, I, my bad. My bad. But anyway, um, <laughs> if they want to put all those people in, what? Why not put? I'm, I, maybe it's because they're going to do the King of Pro Wrestling thing with, with Shima and, and Suzuki. But like, put Shima in the juniors, or do they feel like he's too old to be in juniors? He's probably too old. Yeah, probably too old. Uh, okay, um, whatever. I'm just saying, like they can use they can use them three, all three of them in in, uh, in um, Strong Hearts. But it, we got main evento time for night one. The only look, the only thing that actually uh, played to the standard of what it was supposed to be on the card. The you only know, thing gotta say the album, you know, like, and I don't even know. There, there like, no that, that night, look, yeah, this night one, no, like, look, no, look. One is gonna is definitely a a fringe match of the year contender by the time we get to uh, two thousand twenty two, <laughs> like December two thousand twenty two. It'll definitely one. It's def, it'll definitely be one of the fifty best matches of the year, right? But yeah. but at the same time, like. uh even if they had gave you Okada Omega one or four, it still wouldn't have made up for for nine fucking matches we sat through because all that shit was substandard to the, the level. Substandard like, conditions remember, that Ti was talking bro, about. Remember when Russell Kingdom used to come out here and it would give you like like six, five, four and a half star, star matches, a five star match, 
a four and three quarter star match in like anywhere from anywhere from uh three to four other four star matches. Remember that? Yes. Remember those I, days? I, like those were the days where you know people were just complaining and unhappy about you know in New Japan. You know, look, how about it now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, These, those people were trying to convince you how good this is, but um, Shingo and Okada, um, Okada comes out. He's got the big gi on with all the inscriptions in it, uh, like history of New Japan, his accomplishments within it. Has the V four belt, fresh blonde dye job on the hair. Comes out. Shingo comes out. I think he has a new jacket. Got kind of a he has a pretty nice entrance as well. Um, and they have a great match. Uh, yeah. I think I was uh, four and three quarters on this. That's what I gave it to. And um, I didn't like Okada's gear. I thought he looked like Naito, but um, you know. Oh, because of the the red, the the red, and then the black. Okay, red and the black. Yeah, and then like the little trunks. Like it seemed like a primitive version of the Naito outfit from like 2017 or something. <laughs> but. Yeah, um, I thought they had uh, pretty good chemistry. Um, th- this is, uh, you know, I figured, you know, Okada was winning because why wouldn't you uh, at this point? Like, you look at all the how all these knights are advertised. You see who's fighting who, and I'm like, hmm. So it wasn't no real big shock for me here, uh, but I did enjoy this match a lot. Uh, I wish we could one day get a Shingo and Okada match with a crowd making noise because that both be of nice. their styles are suited for that, yeah. uh, I think. Especially Okada's. Like, Okada's... <clears throat> it took him some time to kind of figure this out. It really has. Like, he he's had some matches that have been just been, like, out of this world uh, since the pandemic. But... It's been a lot in between that has been to that level, and he's still trying to figure this out. And I felt like, you know, this kind of, you know, back-to-back dome matches, it felt kind of similar to um, uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 14. But mm-hmm. um, one of these, like, once we got this pandemic, people are going to be, people are going to, like, almost, you know, he's healthier now. Compared to you know last year, but like people look great around, shape too. Yeah, people and I mean he, to be fair, he looked in great shape at the in the G one too. Just like we just was watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's had this whole thing, like his yeah. neck smaller. Yeah, all yeah. That shit. Uh, but I, I think that like once he's finally gonna be able to have his full toolbox on display and his you know his way to follow the fill the crowd in the, in the way that he used to how he was always so in tuned, like. These these fives gonna start going up at the rate that they used to, and people gonna be like, "Oh my god, he's back!" And it's like he always worked to the crowd. He had no crowd. Um, so we'll see. Like this is an excellent match. This is, I mean, but the thing with them is like you could argue this is like their third best match together. Because hmm. like they 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 have three matches that are like four and three quarters or five. Like I think the one in the G one from two thousand. Um, 2020, I think that's their best match, um, where he put uh, he put Shingo to sleep with the uh, with the um, with the money clip. But uh, but they've had three matches and they're and they've all been at, at about this level of just you know on the knocking on the door of five or just like right at five. So um, like you said, like 
think you know they've had this is this is the match they've had like let them get a crowd see what the fuck happens yeah yeah so um shingo you know kind of fulfills like i think he maxes out is you know when he, when he came in it was like you know can he be can he win a belt can he you know rise up the ranks can he win a tournament can he the man may have invented the dome. Um, and I know, you know, I sometimes I have reservations about there being multiple nights and obviously these multiple nights have created fake main eventers and you know, things of that sort. Are you talking about just New Japan? Are you talking no. about okay, just want to make sure you were we were we were on the same page because this is multiple night shit is getting out of hand. Yeah, the multiple night shit is like creating fake main eventers and fake semi main eventers, and it, it just roll the shit rolls downhill. So yeah, it, like, it's just like when they, you know, the double, two belts or uh, one set of belts for one brand, one set of belts for the other one is like like we call the WWE title over the years or whoever the secondary uh, the oh, B show man. like the super the super uh, intercontinental belt is like the same thing. It's like you are a like you are an intercontinental version of a uh, WrestleMania main eventer or, or a Wrestle Kingdom main eventer. Yeah, I, I put out a tweet that was probably my most popular tweet ever um, about that. And, you know, people wanted to play dumb like they didn't know, like they don't know how the WWE title has been booked since the Universal titles uh, have been introduced. All belts matter, Rich. Yeah, that's what they were trying to tell me. All belts matter. All world titles matter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like... I but no, I think Shingo is like uh, like to bring back to Shingo. I mm-hmm. like I don't I wouldn't consider him a fake main eventer. I, he could easily like have been a real main eventer. I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll get another shot too. Um, I think he'll get another shot. I, 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 I like he he you know he held it down while this shit was in the mud, burning, building, <laughs> yeah. burning. Yeah. Um. So baby's crying. Yeah. They owe they owe him a debt. Uh. <laughs> so. Uh, want, time to get in, go to night two. Night, night two. Yeah. So like, I didn't watch any of the pre-show from this one. Like, Skip uh, it. so so this thing for me, right? I did not watch uh, night one live. I ended up watching night one and started at like ten. <laughs> so what is it? Uh, Rust Kingdom night one was was on Tuesday, right? And then uh, no, no, it was on Monday. Yeah. Monday no. and Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When yeah, I woke yeah. Up Monday morning, night, Tuesday night. It was up. right. Yeah. So I missed the Monday show. I had to catch up on a lot of stuff. I had to watch day one. I had to watch uh, the um, bunch of shit. Just a bunch of shit I was behind on to catch up. So uh, I ended up on Wednesday watching night one, and then at like started at like ten, and then as I finished it, I was like. Rich had joked because I told him what was going on. Rich was like, you going to stay up and watch the whole thing? And I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Because <laughs> I started looking at it. I, I was, was like, like, hmm. I was like, well, this show's going to be over about like. Uh, right two around two, right? Yeah. So I was like, you just going to go straight through? Yeah. And I was like, that's absurd. No one's going to sit through five fucking, or, you know, damn near five hours of wrestling. Who, who the fuck would do that? Well, like, I was like, I ain't going to, I ain't doing that shit, but maybe. And then sure enough. My dumb ass, like the show, like the time I got done with uh, the Okada Shingo match or Shingo Okada match, it was like 2.30 something. And I was like, cause you know, that first hour is just the pre-show stuff. So I was like, I feel okay. Fuck it. I'll stay up. <laughs> I'll stay up. Fuck it. Like I, what, what, all I do is stay up and watch Japanese wrestling live anyway for, for stardom. I, I may as well do it for New Japan. And yep. 
Um, I turned that shit off. The pre-show matches going on. I turned and then like I was like, nope, I don't care. I don't care about the pre-show matches. So I, I went right to the uh, the main show when it started at like three in the morning, and um, that's where we that's where, that's where we pick up. So, uh, triple threat match for the uh, juniors tag titles. Uh, Tiger Mask and Eagles versus Rocky Romero and um in Taguchi versus ELP and, and Ishimori. Um, I like this match. I think there's goofiness and shenanigans in this match, but I ended up enjoying it. Uh, you had um everybody wrestling, you know, for months. They had ELP out here, you know, doing the loaded boot gimmick, and he's like, "Nah, you know, I just been super kicking trees in the Canadian forest." <laughs> Fucking asshole. So, yeah, that, that's been uh, his, his, his gimmick for like yeah. a year. So they got Ishimori up out, out of there, out the ring, and then all four of them uh, grabbed the, grabbed a, a limb, and then um, one of them, I think it was, uh, I think it was Eagles. He 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 exposed the boot, and and, and then uh, yeah, and then produced the uh, the the load the loaded uh, metal thing that was in his boot, and they ejected Ishimori. And uh, ELP out the match, and then it was just a tag match between um, Eagles and uh, and Tiger Mask versus uh, Mega Coaches. And at the end, um, Robbie Eagles ended up putting uh, Romero in a was it a Ron Miller special, and uh, and got the pin or got the, the submission. Uh, I, I ended up liking this match. Uh, what did I end up giving this thing? I had three and a half. Yeah, I don't um I don't remember um what I gave it, but I thought it was just a, I thought it was a good opener. I thought it actually had more energy than, um, the previous nights oh, <laughs> for sure. By a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it wasn't even, it's like, uh, th- this show gets a lot more goodwill for me than, than yeah. night one, a lot more. Um, so second match, uh, special start of the match. Mayu Itani and Starlight Kid versus Tam Nakano and uh, uh, Saya Kamatani. And, um... Stardom uh, saved the dome. I mean, kind of. <laughs> I mean, Look, I feel like they, they were backstage. They got the instructions. They was like, you have nine minutes. They were like, alright. That's all we need. Like, <laughs> I... I saw some, we do this anyway. I think it was Niagara Driver that said this, but he was like, "This was a road to main event that was that was condensed down to nine minutes." And I was like, "Yeah, this pretty much is all the stop. All the stops here break out for like if it, like for a nineteen minute uh, road to uh, main event stretched or just condensed to nine minutes, where they were like take out the brawling, take out uh, a couple of um, hot tag spots." There are no hot tag spots at all. Just do your dives. Just do your your cool your cool shit and get out of there. Um, and like we'll let Tam and Mayu be uh you know, you know uh, form shit out of each other and then we'll get out of here. And I I, I thought it was a blast of a match. Um, I thought it was a blast of a match. Uh, I ended up going like I, you know at first I was like, I thought about giving it four stars. Like, eh, I'll give it three three quarters. I but it was it was close. It was real close. Um. Yeah, I gave this four stars. I thought this was awesome. This was lightning fast, uh, right up my alley. I thought this was like y'all like PWG, all right? <laughs> like, and um, Sayatomatani gets the big pin. Happy for her. Um, I we got to see Starlight Kid as not a terrorist for one night only. Um, wow. you know, she was acting like her regular self back in the day. 
Well, I mean, uh, there were, I mean, there were no oh, no time people to help her cheat at outside for like five seconds, and they go and have their regular match. Like that's the thing. No, no bad influence. You ever, you ever notice it? Like you know, you got Starlight Kid, and like she does a oh, no time thing where she cheats one time. Like if it's a ten, if it's a twelve minute match, she will cheat like three minutes in, and then there will be no cheating for the rest of the fucking match. Learn the lesson. Like just do it one time. Don't do it five times in twelve minutes, you assholes. Yeah, man. Um. But this was great. This ruled. Thought Mayu looked great. Um, Everybody looked great. Tam, yeah, everyone looked great. Really, yeah. uh, great night for Stardom. Great night for the Hat Man. Uh, yeah. Shouts out to the Red Leaf. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think um, this. If people didn't watch Stardom, I think they were very impressed by this, and I think they're going to want to see more. And I, you know, I find it uh, amusing or not amusing. I don't know what, what word I'm looking for, but. Find it, uh, you know, they it wasn't the goofy shit they put out here, James. That that got this great reaction. It was what the wrestling, yeah, the was, work rate. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seem it seems that like it seems that like people really respond really well to like really good wrestling. Um, funny. Yeah. Like you, whatever. I'm not. I'm not related to it. You know. Like if you like Got to Move, you like Tokyo Joshi Pro, if you like DDT, have at it. I I, I can't. I, there's only th- that shit is niche. It's like if you love it, it's meant for you. It's not meant for everybody. Like that's that's just being honest. Um, so uh, next match after that, the King of Pro Wrestling uh final uh from the Battle Royal between uh Shima, Suzuki, Chase Owens, and Yano. They start the match where they left off in the Battle Royal, at the end of the Battle Royal, where it is Shima and Owens and Suzuki stomping the shit out of us, out of Yano. I'm, I, I'm, in, I'm just enjoying it. They're stomping the shit out of them, and I, I'm, just, I'm just really enjoying it. It's they really beat fun. the fuck out of that man. Yeah, they, they, he, that man caught the beat from six <clears> feet. Uh, so. Uh, I don't know what happened by the end of it, but like they got in some spots, whatever else. Uh, you know, they there's been some ongoing thing where like Chase Owens scared to death of uh, Suzuki, which like I mean I don't blame him. I'm scared to death of Suzuki, and I'm thousands of miles away from him. Uh, and by the end, you end up getting uh, Yano and Suzuki, and you know Yano has been a foil for Suzuki over the years. Not this time. Um, he lifted that man in the gotch and dropped him on his fucking head and pinned him, and um, you know he went to whoop. He went to whoop on Yano some more. Yano produced fucking handcuffs, and then yes. he handcuffed Suzuki uh, to to the top rope. And like a young boy had to fi- produce the key, find the key, and um, he was taking too long. So Suzuki kept whooping him while he was getting him out the, out of there. And then he whooped on some more young boys, and he then he realized who he was really mad after at, and he just started basically like looking around the Tokyo Dome for Yano. And um, I gotta tell you, I would pay pay per view prices to, uh, for when Yano or for when Suzuki has his hands on Yano, like Suzuki. Uh, actually, Yano owns Suzuki historically. I know, especially in G ones. I know. Yeah. One of these days, though. <laughs> one of these it's days, it, 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 he's gonna choke the life out of his body, and like I will watch, and I will just be so five stars when it happens. Five stars when it happens. Uh, so but, the KOPW undergoes a dramatic shift. So uh, yes. I, I, he I, might, I want, I want the King of Pro Wrestling. Look, I want Suzuki to come up with his like 
weird Suzuki rules as he can come up with. We can only win by choke in this match. <laughs> Shit like that. This man might come out here and in 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 you the he only, might challenge this is a chop to only match. A catch wrestling match. This is a chop only match. A chop only match and bring it, bring out Nagata. You're like you're like you chop until you quit. Wow. No, something like that. I saw some tweet about uh the battle royal where uh Nagata came out and, it, and you know him and Nagata went immediately went at it with chops or uh, yep. slaps and he was like I saw a tweet was like, I can't, you know, I really enjoy when Murder Grandpa and Justice Grandpa go at it. <laughs> yeah. It made me laugh. Uh, but yeah, like, I, it was a simple little match. Three, I gave it three stars. It was like, just watching y'all get stomped on that. That does it for me. Um, so, back to the bullshit. Back to the music. Uh, the Never the never Trios belts. Um, evil show in... Zoned um, out completely. Yeah. Like, I saw so many Hiro Ishii standing on the apron, and I was like, they did this for, for Ishii to be the manager the next night. Are you serious? Fuck this. And I, and I just didn't even engage. I mean, look, it wasn't like it was a great match or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't even like yeah. it was a good match. Didn't miss much. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... Um, it was, you know, Togo's on the outside. Togo pulls down the the, the mat. Um, the ref gets taken. He chokes the, whoever the legal man is in the ring while the ref's back is uh, turned. That gets shingled and then yank um, Togo out the ring. And they start brawling on the outside for a little bit. Um, and then, you know, somehow Sho gets, gets the wrench and he ends up bopping uh, Yogis across his head with the wrench like he tried to in night one. And he ends up pinning him. So, like, you know, good old 50-50 booking in the dome. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so, after that, I think in the aftermath of that, like, um, Ishii wants another title shot against Evil. And it's like, bro, y'all just had this, this fucking embarrassing match. I don't want to see it again. And if you want to say, well, we're, ha- we're saving a good match for, uh, I can't think his new beginnings is like, bro, y'all just in the dome. Dome. Y'all, y'all just in the backwards. dome. Y- y'all doing this. Yeah. Doing it literally backwards. Like y'all hustling backwards. Like y'all, you're supposed to save this shit for the, y'all, y'all not supposed to save this shit. Y'all supposed to use it all right now because it's the dome. Like if you want to do a rematch right. later, fine. Let's do another great match. Um, right. Yeah, so whatever. That's it. That's it of that. So uh then you get um Sonata and Ocon. Yep. Sonata and Ocon. Um good wrestling at times. That part's funny because Ocon is like trying to pretend that he's not athletic, even though we know what his background is. Uh and like they tease it in uh, night one where Ocon is scared to do a plancha and Sonata's like do it then. Like he's trying to play mind tricks with Debo. Do it mm-hmm. then. You're scary ass. And then eventually he does it. Um, and then later in the match, to show you how like athletic he really is, he does a second rope moonsault and lands it. Um, yeah. and then upon landing the second rope moonsault, he somehow gets countered out of that and then put in a fucking European clutch and pinned. The pin was so weird and awkward. I don't um, know where it came from. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of like this match. I, it was a good um, match. I gave it three and a half. Yeah, same. Um, I. Sonata, of course, debut his real gear on the real night of Wrestle Kingdom when he was getting the singles match. Yes, sir. Kind of smart. I understand. Um, but yeah, we, we saw people saving gear for night two. All all throughout the show. And, it, and this, this is the first of many that's uh, to come. So yeah, I, I think I'm uh, like, I watched uh, also Ocon and Sabre in the G1 last year during uh-huh. when it was happened. I think I'm kind of like 
getting more of an appreciation for for Ocon. Like it's like if you take it out of your mind that he's not going to give you the high level stuff. Like mm-hmm. he's not a star system assassin. Like I I like his entrance. Like I like the like I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm kind of getting more into him. Yeah, I, um, I believe wasn't there something going on with the gym one last year where the kind of the reason why he actually did win the you know best technique or best skill award in the uh, in the um, Tokyo he was just adapting to all of his opponents. Yeah, it was like that's cool, bro. Like that's cool that you do that, but like that don't mean that like you have you're, you're more skilled than like I don't know Takumi Aroha or some or some shit. That's you know what I'm saying? Like get the fuck out of here. But whatever. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Nice, nice mid-tier wrestler. You push him as a main eventer, then I'm probably yeah. gonna start yeah. making noise yeah. about it. Yeah, but. yeah, same here, same here. Um, so next match after that, you end up getting uh, Naito versus Cobb in what was deemed as a uh, <laughs> it's what Jeremy like jokingly uh, deemed as a respect match. And, no, that uh, was <laughs> that was me. Oh, that was you. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and I was like, wait, what? You're running respect, and you said like, well, they were both like. Kind of like hanging out each other at the press conference, and they're more more or less like doing the pose next year. I was like, "That's funny, whatever, whatever." Yeah. So um, they had a match, and like apparently, like Cobb either in night one or night two hurt his knee, and like he really reaggravated early on in night uh, two in the match with, with uh, Naito, and then like, but I thought it was just good selling. I didn't know he was actually really hurt because it's like. He's not moving that well, but then, like, he's still doing all these awesome power spots, and he's throwing Naito around like he only weighs, like, 50, 50 pounds. Naito um, beating the shit out of his legs, too. Yeah, yeah, right. He's, and then Naito goes to work on his legs. Isn't this and while crazy? I, isn't this crazy that it's a Naito match, and, like, Naito's not the one with the bad wheel? What's up, Zach? When I watched the match, I was more or less thinking, like, look, man, Naito's not exactly some technician, like... Like he's not exactly some catch worker where like he gets a body part hurt and he just goes to work on it and you know you, you know like he'll target the neck or a head but like that's only because he's like he wants to drop somebody on their head or neck it's not because he's you know uh but whatever uh yeah but you I, know I gotta say I like this I like I feel like I like this more than like some like the the Naito matches I was seeing in like 2019 and 20 and uh I feel like the match he did with Saber kind of like this is like this aggressive side of him i feel like i'm seeing and i and i think it's like it's kind of working for me i i think he's i think it also carries in favor like he's not at the top of the card right now so that also helps he's like wait a second yeah uh but yeah cause you, it is easy to forget that like night was fucking awesome um so so yeah i end up i end up liking this match a lot like i think i gave it four i think i gave it four i, like I it think a lot. i gave it four and a quarter okay yeah yeah, yeah. um so I, I end up liking this a lot i i you know um, it, I, it, I think they could have had a better match now, knowing that like Kyle was really legitimately messed up. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens on MRI, but like, yeah, if they want to do that again, give me another one, like Dominion, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, like I, I think like, if Cobb's good to go, then he'll be able to actually like catch him and like pivot and plan and slam him and like come up with crazy reversals and shit. Yeah. So yeah, um, it, like there, they, there's a there's a killer, there's a super match in them. This just wasn't it because of the injury. Uh, then we get this match. Man. Man. Interesting match. Um, Hiroshi, sorry, uh, Kenta versus Hiroshi Tanahashi uh, in a U- IWGP US title no DQ match. Um, yes. 
Now, I don't know if the stip was there before or after uh, Naito, or not Naito, but uh, I almost called him Ishii. Hiroshi Tanashi used the kendo stick. I think it was there before, right? It was it was there before. All right, so it was, that was just to add more fuel to the fire. So, you know, the wrestler's wrestler's wrestler, um, Hiroshi Tanahashi doesn't actually like using this shit, which is kind of like, goes even goes to the, you know, the um, Omega match from Wrestle Kingdom 13. Um... The beginning of this match, watching Hiroshi Tanahashi trying to do this garbage wrestling, it was frustrating for me at the beginning. Um, I don't know what what point what the turning point was, but after a certain amount of time, I went from like I don't know about this to like really enjoying this. Um, and like even like the stuff that like if it was happening in America, where I was like this spot is taking way fucking, t- there's too much plunder being set up and it's taking way too long. And I like, feel like this, t- I feel like this shit was in like extra, <clears throat> extra slow motion. Oh, it was worse than, it's worse than the stuff we see. Way worse than it's worse. anything. Yeah. Like the, cause the ladder, <clears throat> the goof, the ladder is the, you know, the Japanese ladders are goofy. Like I, I saw two Japanese ladder matches, uh, or three in the last like two weeks or no. Th- yeah. Three weeks. And like, to be honest with you, I've only seen one of them, uh, that went off like in the way like in the way that like we use it like we use ladders or whatever else where it's like just well done and to be honest like in that stardom ladder match like there was no fake crawling up real slow up the ladder they they got the ladder and act like they were so athletic and got the ladder and they got stopped but whatever um the setup for this ladder was fucking ridiculous and like Kenta was like cussing out the ladder and, like like fuck this ladder why the fuck does it take so long and he has to like go back to like a video game was like Damn, Bro. like the, the opponent is knocked out, so let me go back over there and hit him and then come back. And I was I was sitting there laughing my ass off at it. And then like Kenta goes to clump that ladder and uh Tanahashi gets up and he shakes the ladder one time and Kenta's like, Bro, stop, stop playing. And he does it again, and that man falls, he lands right on he he lands and he goes face first into the mat. And he comes up, and his and original his nose is fucking busted, and you can see his whole face is swelling up and blood gushing everywhere. I'm just like, damn, man, he's fucked up. And keep in mind, like, um, watching, like I mentioned, um, his Noah match on one one, um, in Budokan Hall. When at a certain point in that match, some big dude trucks him while the, all while the work shoot stuff is going on. Mm-hmm. He is like tag. He's like in his corner trying to tag somebody a- out. He's trying to tag out with his partners, Inamora. and like some big dude trucks him into the ropes. And as he trucks him to the ropes, like the whole rest of the match throughout the match, Kenta is like grabbing his finger. Well, Kevin Kelly s- t- tells us during this show that like he broke his finger. Like that's what happened to his finger. That's why he's grabbing his finger out the uh, whole entire mm. Noah match on one. So he's wrestling this hardcore match. Given that, like, the reason why he's doing doing this hardcore death bash, no DQ match, whatever you want to call it, is because like he got pit through, he got pit through a table by Tanahashi and split open his back, and he has his big scar across his back. So he broke his finger on on uh, one one. Then he's wrestling in a he's wrestling in a no DQ match in the dome. He splatter he splats and lands on his face and breaks his nose and his nose blows up. Then he gets put back. He gets put on the table. Tanahashi goes up, goes up on this like fifteen foot fucking ladder and jumps off at like twelve feet or whatever. 
where the high five flow lands right onto uh, um, Kenta, pins Kenta, and then you see the other side of his back split up the same way the, he got split up the first time with his back. I'm like, this dude's in fucking terrible shape right now. <laughs> this man be going through it. Uh, yeah, man. I I thought this was a uh, this was a weak match dis- disguised around three big bumps. The um, Falcon Arrow through the table, so, yeah. like off the that second awesome. rope. Obviously, the cancel fall and then the Tanahashi splash. This parts of this to, to me felt like Triple H versus Batista uh, for WrestleMania 35. I think it's um, way better than that. I, I see what I you mean. Though. Was, I see what you it mean. It was just like, bro, like the, like, I'll let you set up. I'll give, I feel like I'll give you whatever you want to do to set some shit up. Like, all right, cool. But this was like, pushing the limits like of like patience and like way they didn't know where shit, shit was they didn't know what side yeah. of, the, of the ring stuff was and they had to go back and forth back and forth kenta especially was setting up all this plunder yeah yeah um and it was just like oh man but like by the end of the match i was like these brothers are crazy for doing those like last two bumps and i was like all right like you know i, I didn't really like the match but out of respect it <laughs> <laughs> I was so like just in awe of like the final spots that I I, I ended up I, I really liked it by then really liked it by then um, but I, but I also did like you're right like if you're just like the sheer absurdity of how long it took me to set up all that shit was like it, it, it popped me how ridiculous it was like this, look at this ridiculous shit but whatever uh, and then the main event yes sir <sighs> man Okada versus Osprey um this match was out of this world. This, this, Phenomenal. This match was out of this world. Like I I ain't seen a match this good since at least that uh double that um that tag team ladder match or sorry, that tag team cage match between Young Bucks and uh and uh Young and um Lucha Bros. Uh at was that all was that full gear? Was all out. All out. Yeah. Like it, it's been that long as I remember a match that was just fucking good. Like the stuff they threw into this match, the the fucking moonsault off of the top of the of the tower of the lighting uh, rig or whatever else, um, some of the best like transitions and counters and wrestling. Um, it, it quite honestly like made me think of like Okada Omega level stuff. Made me think of um, um, Shingo Osprey stuff. Like it was that level of match and like. I, I was like losing my mind at the match at like probably like the twenty five minute mark and then he went like to thirty five minutes some shit like that. I was just thoroughly, thoroughly blown away by this match. Um when the match was won and um Okada goes for another Rainmaker and then Osprey turns into a fucking uh span standing Spanish fly. I was my mind was fucking blown. I, That's like I was, the second best Rainmaker counter like I've ever seen. And then, and then the storyline parts where it's like Osprey throws in is like he throws in the V trigger for Omega. He throws yep. in the shoot head butt for for Shibata from that 2017 run. I'm just like, God no. damn man, this like, man is this incredible, man. bro. Like people talk about New Japan is like worse with him and all this other stuff. Fucking y'all, are, y'all are fucking like y'all are morons, like absolute morons, like. It wasn't his like much in a way like um, like I think some Tokyo Domes weren't Kenny's to win. I don't think this was Osprey's match to win. Right, but 
that nigga's on another level. Like he's he's like the best wrestler. Like, like one day he's and it's weird because you know I, I said this to y'all like while watching um while watching this match or uh, once the match is over, it's like bro, like Osprey has been gone for like six seven months from New Japan or whatever else, but it's felt like he's been gone for a fucking year. Um, but <clears throat> one of these days on a big show a Dominion, um, a Wrestle Kingdom. He's going to beat Okada. And it's going to be one of the greatest matches of all time. This match is one of the greatest matches of all time. But you get my point. Like, this match was fucking phenomenal. Um, easy five stars for me. It was Tons, five stars. Tons of innovation. It, yes. It, it was easy five stars for me. And then they rustled like another 10 minutes. It's like, it was out of this world. Uh... I, you know, I, we talked to Josh from uh, keeping the show down, and he was like, "I think, I think Dave's gonna give this six at least." You know what? In the middle of the match, I probably maybe, I, maybe he might go six. In on the it. middle of the match, uh, at one at some point during this match, I, I, it might have been after the Spanish Fly uh, counter. I thought to myself, Melzer might go six stars on this. <laughs> I literally thought that, and then it dropped on my mind. But then once you mentioned, I was like, "Yeah, he might like. He's definitely yeah. like that's just definitely getting over. He's definitely going over five and a half on that. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, like Diogo that, that in the chat says the he says he sees people with GCW avatars calling Will a trash wrestler. People can't be honest about him. Look, like what you like, but you got to come to like he's one of the best counter wrestlers. This man is an all time legend already. Dude, already i think of, think of his run think of his 2000 think of his 2018 stuff till he got hurt right 2018 awesome 2019 even more awesome right like maybe the most the prolific great match year ever year ever yeah for like nobody no, maybe no one's ever had except for like maybe i don't know flair 80s flair shit when he's wrestling like 300 days a year like he outside of some stuff like that, but the standards of now like he had like 2019 is like one of the most loaded years ever where he's like everywhere. Um, and he's also double dipping in the tournament between Best of Super Juniors and the G1. And, you know, like, he was awesome. And then, like, he had, like, a match at Rivals or matches in the same league as that, that Best Super Juniors final with Shingo here. I, I, I thought this match was just out of this world. Like, that, you know, I... Yeah. Yeah, this just, just phenomenal. And then, like, it was so good that I was like... I was like, you know, knowing what was going, knowing what was going to happen later uh, in the day um, on Dynamite, knowing that you know there's a rematch for the for the um, um, Paige Danielson thing. I was like, Paige Danielson ain't touching this shit. <laughs> like they can go get their five stars. It still won't be good enough to beat this shit, and it wasn't. Like, I, like if any anybody that gives that uh, Danielson in in uh, in, in uh, page match five stars, I, I, I have that, no problems with that. It still wasn't against this match. It still wasn't against this match. Yeah, yeah. I I think that Page and Danielson matches outrating that the the or this cool. match on most sites. Run them back to back. What I want, I want a I want a wrestling fan that has no that doesn't hate any New Japan or Will Osprey in particular to watch. These two matches, one one before the other, in any order you want to, and come to the conclusion that the kid, that the uh, that the Daniel Bryan match is better. Like you're, you like I'm sorry, 
I'm, I'm sorry. They just weren't in the same league. They just weren't. Like one was one was absolute war. The other one was an absolute war with all this innovation, next level wrestling stuff in it. Space it flying different. tiger drop into the tombstone on, on the, the floor. Outside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like. I'm sorry. Like these are two of the best matches of the year. One was one is like not going to be topped by all, but maybe like three matches the rest of the year. One is one of the going to be one of the 40 or so best matches of the year. It's a difference. It just is. Yeah, man. Um, love this match. And and day two was like, I would say a big improvement over day one. Yes. Um, but still not, you know, I get for you. me, but like, I get um, you. like I'm looking at Russell because there was, there was, there was, there was like nothing that was like four and a half ish. Right. Four and three quarters. Like there was no, there was no Nakamura Abushi. There was no Ishi Shibata. Uh, there was no Jericho Tanahashi. There was no Jericho Omega. Um, yeah, there was no hell. Takahashi Kashida, Naito uh, t- Tanahashi, Osprey uh, Hiromu. There was no Abushi um, Osprey. Abushi. Yeah, you just mentioned Abushi Osprey. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing like that. Osprey Hiromu, like that, like yeah, yeah. So like it just like I thought it was good, not great. I don't think it'll end up getting nominated on like best shows of the year. It won't. Not it. It won't. It can't. It won't. Like unless AEW and Stardom both go down, it won't. Just whiff. Unless they they collapse. If they if they not even get better, if they just maintain what they've been doing, it's on easily. Like bro, like we we're gonna have to do the uh, you know finish up the nominees for one national radio awards. And man, like it's gonna be hard to keep Stardom from getting three on there. It's gonna be hard to keep AEW getting three on there for pay per view of the year. It's gonna be real hard. I, I know you're probably saying that's absurd, James. There's there, there's only eight slots for pay per view of the year. You go watch dress, uh, Stardom Dream Queendom, uh, the All Star Dream Cinderella, in the final night of the Grand Prix when like uh, Shuri goes uh, four and a, or four and three quarters. Then the next match is four and a half in a sprint, and then and then the final is four and three quarters. You tell me. You you tell me how that's gonna not knock off. I don't know, Wrestle or uh, WrestleMania, the second best uh, NXT pay per view. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's gonna be you know. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put a GCW pay per view on the sh- on the on the on there. Them shits are overrated. No. Sorry, no, not doing it. Sorry, no. we didn't yeah. cover GCW. Even if we did, we couldn't, we couldn't no. do it. We can't, can't do, do it. it. Nope, nope. I'm not. No, no, I'm not even gonna mention names. Not gonna do it. Um, WWE Day One, Let's fly through this bitch. Um, Look, man, I, I'm I'm going to pull up the WWE <laughs> section of uh of my notes. All right, I see on this card, Rich. You tell. All right, I'm just gonna go down the list. Uh, opener: J- Jimmy and Jay Uso, the Usos versus Xavier and Kofi for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. That was a great match. Good match that we've seen in dozens of ways. I thought the fir- first half of it, I thought the Usos were working pretty slow. Thought they had kind of changed the ring style a little bit. Um, these teams have wrestled each other a lot. They're a lot older now <coughs> on the low. Still good. 
to a certain level. Not a match to your level, though. Yeah, I gave it four flat stars. Okay, yeah. next match. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss. And people <clears throat> killed this match on cage match. I watched this match, and I, and I saw the cage match uh, rating before uh, for all this stuff before I even watched it. I watched this match, and I saw how hard Drew McIntyre worked. I saw how hard Mad Cat Moss worked. I saw the bumps that Mad Cat Moss was taking when getting thrown around by Drew McIntyre, and that big-ass bump he took into the second middle turnbuckle in the match. And I don't know what people are talking about. Like, maybe it's because they don't care about that dude whatsoever. Maybe I but think like, that's it. they bumped their like they they wrestled they wrestled very fucking hard for like some you know something be, just beyond a squash match. And I thought Drew McIntyre looked like goddamn superhero throwing this dude around because Matt because look Matt Cap Moss a big dude Drew was just bigger and Drew was throwing that dude around like he was like Jeff Hardy size like huh. it was really impressive really impressive yeah this was this was okay yeah 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 it's, yeah, yeah like. I it's a really short match. I gave. I thought it was a good match. That's all I'm saying. For people to give it, after giving like a, I think he gave it like a three and something on some cage match. I was like, nah, bro. This was. I don't know. Anyway, uh, RK Bro versus the Street Profits. RK Bro came out with Amigos. Yes. Why um, weren't Amigos wit? Never mind. Well, you um, know why, Rich? Long form storytelling. Remember that one time they had that meme where where Rick where. Randy Orton was in the airport with all set and take off that one yeah. time. Yep, that one time. It's coming. Look, bring it back. You know, it's trying to let you know. Randy Orton, look, he said nigga that one time on the stream, but yeah. he, he's been he's been he, he's been a fan of the Migos. He's been taking pictures yeah. of the Migos. They've been rocking with each other. So, you know, they came out together and uh they, I thought it was a good match. Like nothing <coughs> nothing really to write home about, but I thought it was a really good I thought it was a good I TV actually match. feel like I like this match in a way. It wouldn't be through star ratings, right? Mm-hmm. I like this more than the open the Usos New Day match. I thought Montez Ford was incredible. In oh this yeah, match. yeah, yeah. He was impressive, but he's always incredible. Impressive. That's the thing. And Montez like, always Montez <clears throat> always finds a way to be super charismatic and flash, and like he's too skinny, so they're never going to go with him or do anything with it. But like that's a star. Like, and they were like kind of leaning heel a little bit. Yeah. I'd like to see the Street Profits turn heel. I think they would be awesome. Um, I don't and know let, what the merch situation let him lean is. Into I, it. I, I, I wonder what the merch situation is because I, I honestly see them as like another like mint like eventually he's going they're going to land themselves a catchphrase besides who wants smoke and like it's going or and it's going to catch them like lots of sales of, of merchandise and they're going to be made for life in WWE it's just a matter of time I'm just waiting on it uh, so I don't know. It, maybe if, maybe the Turnhill does how to figure they'll, they'll get to it or whatever else. But like, I think boy, I, I, I thought they were looking comfortable. Monte or uh, Angelo moves around well. Big yep. bully. Yep. Especially like, when you, do you? I liked when him and um him and Riddle were out here uh, on the floor tussling. Yep. You know, I, I know you don't really like Matt wrestling, but like I like say like they was on the floor tussling. But yeah, uh, uh, that was good as well. Like yeah, I um. You know, and then the finish ends up with uh, you know, they do an alley oop RKO from from Riddle popping up um Montez Ford for, so Orton can hit him uh with with RKO. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good match. Um, singles Edge in the Miz. This fucking sucked. Um, this went twenty minutes, two and a half stars. Miz horrible. Um, I put Miz on the put him in the coffin. I know this match happened January 1st, right? But then you, like, look at everything the Miz has kind of been involved in and 
just kind of where his gimmick is just a year ago he won to... the WWE champion or he's about to be WWE champion. Yeah, it was like and and they really put the belt on him for him to really just drop it to Lashley, whatever. It was like, yo, go the fuck away. Like, um I think he's stale. Uh, bring Marie's back is like you know treading old water. Marie's or Beth Phoenix ain't fooled nobody for one. I knew this was coming when she quit in NXT. Um, then you get the all time moment of Beth Phoenix uh, waiting for her music to play uh, for like what seems like hours and days, and then the music hits, um, and then she goes to what? save her husband. My question is, why did they cut to her <clears throat> on the stage before her music even hit? What the fuck are they doing? This is just bad production. Like, they should have just... I don't know. I guess you were supposed to get the shock of Beth being there. Like, oh my god, it's Beth Phoenix. And then then play her music? Yeah. As opposed to the other... uh, As opposed to the other, you know, lifetime of wrestling that you have watched where the music hits and then the person comes out? Right. I I think they wanted to make sure it wasn't some distraction finish type thing, maybe? I don't know. But the finish ended on distraction finish, though. I know. <laughs> like it's terrible, and then they're going to um they're going to do a mixed tag at the Royal Rumble. Okay, so um, anytime they start doing this Ms. Marie's mixed tag shit, it fucking sucks. It sucked with John Cena. It sucked with fucking Brian Danielson. Now it sucks with Edge. Okay, so just to get y'all through this match, the layout and story <clears throat> of this match was on point. The problem is, is the Miz. Yep. It is the Miz. So I'm watching this match. I'm just like, yep. Like, they start to match out, and, like, you know, Edge is out wrestling him because he's a better technician than him. And then, like, Miz answers back by doing some low, bra- low handed, underhanded stuff. And they keep going. And I like the the reversals and the spots they ended up in the ring or by ringside to get, you know, to change the momentum back and forth. I'm just like, this is another smartly laid out match because it's Edge, and Edge only lay- does this with la- aside from that one match with 50 hours. Or fifty minutes um, with Orton, all he does is lay out really good matches. Just it just it wasn't good enough because it's it's Miz. So, um, I one thing I will say with with Maurice, I like the addition of her hitting people with the purse because like I like the vision that there's a brick in that purse and she bopping the brick. We ain't seen her. We haven't seen her produce the brick from out of the purse, but one day it's gonna come and I'm gonna pop because it's, it'll and like she way laying people with that. I'm thing. gonna just say this. As much as I don't like to see Maurice, I love to see Maurice. I don't disagree. Uh, so, um, Maurice hits uh, Edge with the, with the purse. Um, Beth Phoenix shows up. She's furious, and like her hair is furious, and her and her makeup is <clears throat> furious. And I'm just like, oh my god, she is going to tear this woman limb for limb. Also, uh, where's my phone at? I'm finna send you a DM, Rich. Uh, but yeah. So anyway. Um, Beth Phoenix chases, uh, Beth Phoenix chases Maurice around the ring, around the ringside, and also distracts, uh, Miz, because Miz turns around when, uh, after, after making that, making the lap around where, uh, Beth is looking at Miz, and then, uh, Miz, uh, all of a sudden, you see Edge <coughs> in the corner, I'm like, oh, Edge, Edge, Edge been the spirit man, I, and then they show him in the corner, I'm like, oh, he definitely the spirit man, turns around, eats the spirit, gets pinned, one, two, three, uh, that's the end of the match. Uh, but yeah, um, I thought that, uh, you know, this whole idea of uh, going from, uh, of them doing a mixed tag, like, I, I don't know who wants to see that. I, I really don't know. 
I don't know. You tell me. Is that something that anybody really wants to see out here in 2021? Is is more mixed tag match with the, with the Miz? No. <clears throat> and then like, um, I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, yes, yes, indeed. Um, um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Yeah, so then we end up getting the next match, the uh I think it's the Raw Women's Title Women's match. Championship. And yeah. I got a message for uh all the Liv Morgan stands. Back Be- Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. Um go ahead, Rich. She's never winning. Give it up. Quit. I hope your will is broken at this point. Why don't you understand why they don't love this woman? You saw the Live Forever documentary. You were a fan of this person. Why don't you under- understand? How do I know this? And I barely watch this company. But you watch it every week, and you don't get it. Help me. It's never it's happening. That's, um, that's, all. I, that's all. I agree with you. I don't think it's ever happening. Um, and I gotta say, for people that I saw really saying this match was so really good or whatever else, like, I'm sorry, this match was not good, uh, except for one stretch of the match that went between, uh, Liv doing like a cork, like a Johnny Gargani, a Johnny Gargano-esque, I'm gonna say a Gargano-in, that doesn't work, uh, a Gargano-esque, uh, corkscrew sunset flip powerbomb, and then like her dive, uh, through the ropes, like, that stretch of the match was good. Everything else in it was not good. I'm sorry. This wasn't. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> wasn't into it. I thought the crowd was staring at it for a lot of the time. Um, I, I like the one move she did. But I, I think Becky, you know, at the end, you know, got her. And Becky was supposed to get the foot on the rope, but it slipped. Off the ropes, you no, know. So. No, no, no. We're know. not going to do this. We're not finna. We're not finna go into 2022 doing this. This is all his fault. She got caught in the ropes and she got manhandle slam, and then she rolled way too far away from the fucking ropes. And then Becky covered her, and then literally you can see her. Becky look back with her feet trying to grab the rope, that bottom rope, too and short. couldn't reach it. Why? Because Liv is like seven feet away from the fucking ropes. <laughs> not, not not seven feet, but like. Five feet, four feet is like what you know what the spot is. You you know that like you're supposed to get the bell by being so close to the ropes that she used the rope for leverage to pin you. But you WWE brain said I'm supposed to get beat, boss. Supposed to get beat clean, boss. So I just you know I just go over here and don't get myself some bell. So like um, even commentary was trying to say that like even Becky, you all winning, tried to reach back to cheat or whatever. I was like. It don't matter. She beat her clean. On yep. to the next. You lost. Go oh. away. You know, and we're on to Cincinnati. Call, um, look, call Lana and try to and try to make things right. Man, try to get try to try to get that pop back off. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, come back as a new person. You know, again, like, like, like again for like the know. fifth time. Yeah, it's over. It will never happen. Stop. And if it does, they pass the peak on it. Yeah, like like most things, it's like shit will get off the pot, and you're like no 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 nah, we don't want to, and it's gonna be too late when it happens. Like why should be champion in like two years? <laughs> oh my god, why? <laughs> <laughs> or they give her that football season title reign? Oh man, that'd be awful. 
Okay. Speaking of that. Speaking of that. Yeah. Um, Fatal is, Five is Way. It time, James. You know when I had these concerns. Can, let me, you can, know. This, can I announce what the match is first? Overzealous. Damn. Eager. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. eager ass. So, uh, the the WWE title Fatal Five Way match. Brock. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say the champion Brock Lesnar. He becomes the champion, but champion Big E Langston <laughs> versus like this Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. I'm gonna say Bobby Roode versus uh Kevin Owens. This <clears throat> went like what 12 minutes? Nine Eight minutes? minutes? Eight minutes. This was a lot of fun. I I enjoyed the hell out of this match. And it's one of those things where it's like, this is a curse of Brock Lesnar. You tell Brock, you give Brock Lesnar the assignment, and if he cares, he can be one of the best wrestlers in the world. You give him other shit he don't care about, he's not going to try hard, and it will kill uh, the other the other people that are in the rash with him dead. He cared this night. Why? Because they're going to give him the belt. So, he's out there, he's throwing, he's throwing Seth Rollins, he's throwing uh, Kevin Owens. He hits Kevin Owens with this high-angle German that I thought was disgusting, <clears throat> and I was like, damn, Kevin Owens might be hurt. He got... Kevin Owens got his ass back up and said, thank you, sir, man. Have another and got, and got another one for his troubles <laughs> like a dumbass. Like, so um, you get you get uh, a, a stare down between Brock and I'm um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Biggie comes in and his Brock Brock sells like crazy for him. Uh, he, he tries to make a cover on Brock. Last year gets uh Biggie outside, he does the, the the running post spot that he does, and um, some I forgot at some point Brock's laid out by the scorekeeper's table. Uh, Last spears him through the, through theirs that takes him out for the match, and uh, then um, I think I'm pretty sure um, Big E puts Lashley through a table uh, through the announce table. Uh, Big E's out here fighting back and forth with uh, with Seth and with uh, uh, Rollins. Uh, he, he seemingly, I, I forgot what happened. It brought into a lot of stuff. Basically, uh, Lashley gets back in, uh, Big E, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Brock, Lashley takes out Big, takes out Brock, Big E comes in and takes out Lashley, uh, then he goes to try to get Brock, and then Brock, uh, ducks under, or ducks off of the, uh, the big ending and then gives, uh, Big E, the WWE champion, the F5, he gets the win. Yeah, um. Pins. They pinned the champion in a fatal so, five way. So the comedy about this, right, was you didn't see this live. So I was watching the show live. And mm-hmm. in the pre-show at the very end, there's this graphic when they announced that Roman Reigns was out um, and they're replacing it with Brock. Uh, and Brock's going to be in this match. Mm-hmm. They have a four-way graphic, right? Biggie's holding the title, right? Right. And kind He's of in the, the center. Middle. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Brock's in the center. Yep, they part them like the Red Sea, and, and you Brock's can barely see the belt. Of, yes, he's in front of the championship belt. They bring him out last. They bring Biggie out fourth. Like it's either bring him out first or bring him out last. Mm-hmm. They bring him out fourth, so it's like, oh, they're they're showing you what they what they've thought of Biggie this entire time. This man was a football season second world champion. Um. This concluded possibly one of the worst WWE title reigns ever, which featured him losing like seven different times. Uh, he, he, you know, one of his title defenses came against Austin Theory for crying out loud. Um, and this was just like, it's almost like when, you know, I came on the week after I 
pretty much said, I have no confidence in, in, in this because, like, they started beating him right away. He was losing triple threat matches. Who can forget the humbling at Survivor Series that he took to Roman Reigns? And then that's why I sent that tweet out. And, you know, it was, you know, it, it was met with chaos, you know. And then you think yeah, everyone that was going, you know, so crazy on on Tony Khan's head, ironically, you know, they, they were stuck, uh, you know, because one day later, you know, since they, they've tied their identities to the booking of black wrestlers, they had to deal with Brock Lesnar ending the New Day again or someone <sighs> from the New Day again. Yeah, yeah. So um, this it was it was quite um, interesting to see all the reaction that had to do with this. There were people upset, people that were angry. Um I I didn't know like it was even over like this. I, I feel like some of this stuff is performative. Um, the the ratings weren't great. Uh, obviously, the booking didn't match it. No fault of Big E's. Like if they wanted, what are you to, talking about? The night more, after? Uh, no, the night after they were fine. I'm talking about throughout football season. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. They were they were you know they were doing all types of weird stuff and you know they were falling and you know I I don't think I, like. This was, I think, this was a, an abject failure. But like, obviously, it, it like, was never. It, it, there was never no pathway to success for this. Like, yeah. this, with this regime, like, it wasn't built for him to actually succeed. It was built for him just to hold it. Yeah, I mean, that's so, what you said from the beginning. And you know, I, I don't want to like. I don't know if I feel bad for the people that tie themselves to this idea of like. Biggie being the champion when like they I I I feel like there are people that are willing to lie or look the other way when they when you start like asking and, and showing them what the WWE championship has been in this era, it's like, all right, so you don't even want to recognize that. So you will also talk yourself into thinking like this rain like mattered. Okay, we're operating on two different forms of reality uh at this point and um while he gets moved out the way when it's time for you know, money time now and everything like that, we'll be operating over here. And then you can pretend <coughs> like something great was happening when it wasn't. And then when they never go back to him and they're immediately on the, the, the Bobby, Bobby versus Brock, mm-hmm. because that's why they pinned Big E to get him the fuck out of here. Now. Yeah, like couldn't couldn't possibly pin <clears throat> Seth Rollins or or, or, or right. Kevin they're Owens. right there. Could 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 do that. Couldn't do so that this is what like they were telling you the whole time when he won the belt. The one they were protecting was Lashley, uh, because Biggie was winning on as a well. Big think of how Biggie won in. the title on a cash in after he already had a match, and then like he still yeah yeah yeah. It's it just just I I don't understand how. If Biggie is 280 pounds and he had to cash Big E, Big like e is this. like, well, hold on. Here's the thing. Big E is 280 pounds and he still had him cash in on somebody. He could just beat Bobby Lashley. Right. Now, right. now here's up. my question for y'all. What percentage of merchandise do you think Bobby Lashley has sold in comparison to Big E for WWE? Half? No. A third? If you're lucky, this is the fucking pretend world that we're that we're living in in WWE. Like it's a bizarre world. Like, do you, 
let's go back to the Kofi mania. And, thing, and right? they waited too long for Biggie flat yeah, out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, and yeah. He, he's he a typecast as a career mid Carter, 36. Tag at guy, this point, yeah. they should have went with him when he was 31 yeah. and yeah. they had a chance. Yeah. And that's so, why so, it's good. So that let's AW go with the dude is in his 40s. So let's go with the dude in his 40s. So my thing is this, right? So forever to push him too, though. Going back to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Going back to the uh, the Kofi Mania thing, when I think the go home promo before he finally got the match with Daniel Bryan, he gets in front of there with Vince and he's like, and you got Big E, you got Xavier telling Vince how he's full of shit and he's been putting these these bullshit obstacles in the way and Kofi keeps surpass keeps getting him but you're still pulling go, moving the goalposts and Kofi says, look, I've I've done this, that, and the third for you, so tell me. What I got to do it, I will do it. You look at all the pathways to success in this company that you tell someone to do to grab the brass ring, whatever you want to call it. Big <clears throat> E has done that and then some in by multiples compared to Bobby Lashley. This is undisputable. How about well, this I mean, is undisputed? You- you know, yeah, you know, you know, the head, uh, but <laughs> it's, un- it's undisputed. And look at how they, and look at what they did with this dude. They don't give a fuck. Man. They push who they want to push, and it doesn't. Title, and right? they use confirmation bias to 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 continue doing it. It doesn't matter. They don't care. Like when CM Punk was was a bigger star than Randy Orton, they didn't give a fuck. They kept pushing Randy Orton. Yes, right. When Daniel Bryan was a bigger star than Randy Orton, they didn't give a fuck. They kept pushing Randy Orton. They're and still now, pushing Randy Orton. Matt Riddle's like, it is his pin eater. Right, right, right. And, the, and when they tag in Randy Orton, the crowd comes loses their mind. He is a living legend now. It's, whatever. Fine. Whatever. You push him for 20 years, whatever. Um, like it's bound to stick somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, the living legend Randy Orton... <laughs> Yeah, who knew? Anyway, uh, so you got Big E, you got Kofi. <clears throat> Kofi early in this year gets Lashley. Comes out, proud, fucking in love with him. Because why? Because Kofi's one of the best, be- better baby faces in the company for the last 20 years. And then he gets, he gets fucking mollywhopped. Lashley ain't never, Lashley ain't never, ain't never, like you just mentioned with the, with the Big E thing. How much merch are these two sold for this company? Compare them. Why is one getting fucking squashed and the other one isn't? Well. Because one has muscles. Great. Well, one has muscles and then also Lashley's like 6'3". Like. I think. People still get, like, it was the same thing that Moneyball. Fuck what they can do. Fuck what you think they can do. Do you get on base? And I like Bobby Lashley. He tries hard. But that dude. Does not have the level of uh, buy-in from the crowd um, with compared to the New Day. It, it just don't. And, and there's not no knock against Bobby Lashley. He was gone. The company has outs with him because like he didn't want to he didn't want to wrestle while broke the fuck up because this company is fucking brainwashed and thinking people gotta work you know until they're next almost on the surgery on the operating table whatever. Um, so it's all just a weird thing where it's like Bobby Lashley getting the stuff that they, they wanted to give him over a decade ago. Why? Because he still looks like how he looked a decade or over a decade ago. And not because 
he's a super over thing, whatever. Like, don't be wrong. Like, they presented him excellently. I Bro, wish they he- booked him better than anybody na- not named Roman Reigns over the last like and Brock year Lesnar. and a half, two yeah. years. Yeah, and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So, like, that's great. That's great. That's uh, that's outstanding. Presentation, all that. And I would never knock him because he always tries hard. He always tries hard. Um, and I and you know and the thing for so the thing for me is like. Y'all talk, y'all talk about how this is a cutthroat business and this, that, and the third. It's like, how cut, how fucking cutthroat is it when you out here choosing a motherfucker that don't like that don't do nothing for y'all as far as like selling tickets, selling merchandise, uh, being able to uh, um, being able to sponsor stuff for merchandise and then partnerships, whatever else. The New Day does that. Bobby Lashley don't. But fuck it, he's somebody that Vince chose, and by golly, we and, and goddamn, we gonna do it. We don't give a damn. Fuck you, uh, Kofi Kingston. Fuck you, Big E. We'll t- thanks for all the money. Thanks for all the fucking cereal and, and t-shirts you and and and, and you and know fucking up up down down. You know, big headbands you had these kids buy that light up. Whatever. The three, the three million subscribers on, on your video game channel. Oh, all that, that. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bobby Lashley has muscles though. Yeah, he got muscles. So never you mind know. that. Cool. Great. Fantastic. Um. That's yeah, really that's it, really cool. You have muscles in your pro wrestling company. So really you think, cool. You it's not like Bro- every. It's not as if everybody fucking has that. So you remember when Biggie was was hitting all the all the spots with the belt and all that, doing the press runs. Yeah, showing so, up for you know Big Ten uh, championship games with and walking out with uh, Iowa. Yeah. So so when do you think Brock showing up to the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God? I'm trying to think of what the equivalent of that would be for Brock Lesnar. And, like, there's nothing I'm going to say except for, like, things that are going to be, you know, that are going to connote January 6th. So let's just move on. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Y'all can pull the audio. Uh, I might listen to it myself uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, um, the week after Biggie won, I was just like, I didn't. Huh? I didn't realize I was gonna be this mad about Big E losing the belt. I didn't know, and then I was like, "Look, look at he from August for Lashley. Fuck Big E yeah. because of Lashley. Really? Okay, yes. you fucking weirdos. Like I, th- yes. I thought y'all liked money. I'm sorry. I thought yeah. y'all. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, they they screwed it up. Um, then. Whatever. People so, will just give them another chance. Don't so, worry. It doesn't matter how bad they blow it. Yeah, so uh, you know this show. You look at it. Uh, let me look at my my uh, my match ratings. Open the match four stars. Second match I gave three. Next match I gave three. Next match I gave two and a half. There's a twenty minute fucking match. Next match I gave two and a half. Main event I gave four stars. So Rich, you know what that means? The meat was trash, but the buns was excellent. Ah, uh, a classic. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, shit, I don't know how we are, how we're doing on time. Um, how much time you got left? Oh, man, I think we should, we should get on the road, man. Like we got to get um this ham. Let's let's talk about Hayman Danielson. Okay. Um, okay. Hayman Danielson. Awesome match. Awesome bro, match. It was just like, like there was only one thing I didn't like about it, and it was just like how many headbutts they did, right? And it was just like I just thought it got repetitive, mm-hmm. but. Like the blood loved it. 
the the fighting spirit loved it the will to win um the brian like doing fucking jerry lynn's moves to curry favor in case (laughs) you know just 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 all the smart shit that he did um uh i thought him like like similar to the first match like when you get to the closing stretch i think you're rooting for Hangman to win and put him away. Like, like when he was doing, he did a dangerous suplex, and then like he pulled up with the uh, buckshot. I was like, finish him, finish him. Like, and and he did it. Like, and um, you know, Hangman's on fire right now. Like in the ring. Yeah. Um, this is a much better, or not much better, but this is a better Washington hour long match. Um, I rolled my eyes when they did the blood spot again. Uh, and then Brian bladed, and I was like, God damn, why y'all bladed? And then I saw Brian and the way he bladed, and he bladed deep enough to where, like, he did he did it the right way, where you're supposed to bleed, and it doesn't get, it, it doesn't dry up, it stays wet, and looks gross. That's the way you're supposed to blade. Um, and also, he had the benefit of saying, hey, it's kind of dumb for us to do these matches where, like, we blade and, like, the, like, transitioning into the, from the first act to the second act, and then, like, our blood, our human, our bodies are smarter, are going to stop coagulating and stop ourselves from bleeding because we'll bleed out and die. So, like, then next thing you know, we'll be, there'll be no more blood and not just, like, oh, that was the thing that happened and now, like, it has no bearing on the match and it's just, like, some dry red stuff in his face. It looked like, like, Hangman's face. So, like, <clears throat> he bled at the right time. He bled deep enough. And it was just, it just kept coming. Looked good. It was so whatever else. much. And, um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you. Like, I, look, I mean, I could sing you the clip of Arisa Nakajima and, and Rizanami shooting hitting each other with like a dozen shoot headbutts, or actually more than a dozen because they kept doing repetitive rabbit headbutts. Um, like, I see wrestling where people actually legitimately headbutt each other all the time. Like, you can see their fucking forehead swell up. Whatever. Um, that 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 doesn't really do much for me when you like, oh, and I know you're doing fake headbutts, but. Whatever I was, I, 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 it didn't, it didn't hurt my suspense of disbelief that much. Is like I'm with it, whatever. Just like throwing a work punch, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match. I thought that the way they, uh, I thought the pacing of this match was a lot better than their hour long match. Like I, there were, t- there were times in that match where I thought like I, I felt like I know they're going an hour. This match I was like they're not going an hour. No way. Um, so yeah, um, really good match. And like you mentioned, uh, Hangman's on a hot streak. On a hot streak, but like, can we talk about Daniel Bryan's hot streak? <laughs> this this man has reclaimed the title as the best wrestler, professional wrestler in the world. Uh, like, I'm so, like I understand, like uh, he he can't do the things that um, Osprey or Nakata or even Ashingo does as far as like that counter wrestling and that that kind of super creativity, hyper fluid stuff, whatever else. But as far as just put, being able to put on a match that garners heat, it's well is well done. It's physical. Um, I, I just think that like at the, at the he's just more prolific at this right now than anyone else. And like he's not in a G one right now, but these are coming out like at the rate that like he may as well be in a damn G one. <laughs> like every every match he's in, every big match he's in is if like he's going to go it feels like he's it's almost a lot that he's going to go get four and three quarters now yeah um, he's going crazy right now like like i mean because think okay like the only Creed. match what's what's his worst versus worst big match the nick jackson match 
Probably the Miro match. Or the Nick Jackson match. Uh, that was kind of underwhelming, too. That's what I mean. Okay, so he's at, like, two. But outside that, like, he's going four and a half to four and three quarters or even five, like, every single other time. Like, yeah. Suzuki, uh, Omega, uh, Kingston, um, two Hangman matches. Like, he's just going off right now. And he's only been with a company since, like. September? Sep- yeah, like, mid-September. He's he's. Just, he's I wonder what's next for him. I, I would have liked to see what's next for both of these guys, but like I, th- I was listening to a review, uh, like Lanza brought it up. It's like just one thing AW should do is just like, yo, like these people, like they, they went through fucking hell and then they just like swept them out of there. It's like, should have came back when Hangman's still in the ring, like cut a promo afterward or something, or, you know, Brian Danielson check in with him later on the show, show him looking dejected for losing or whatever the fuck his next kind of move I, is or I whatever. I would like for later on, for next shows. I think, I think we're going to definitely get that for both of them, but it's going to be on the next shows. Like obviously they're going to have, uh, you know, they're going to have their version of a call out, you know, for for Hangman or someone interrupts him, he comes out by you know next show or or next week. So I'm not, I get yeah. it, but you know, I, I get it. I, I see what you mean, but uh, you know, yeah, I'm like time. a four point eight seven five on this match. <laughs> I gave it four and three quarters. Um, I'm not gonna anyone give anyone says it's five stars. I'm not agree with you. It's, it's you know. I I think for viewing is it's almost like the same rating I gave for their first match. It's like I'm giving four and three quarters. If you, if someone gives a five, I'm not gonna argue with you. I get it, I get it. They're 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 really fucking good together. Yeah, um, man. If they ever wrestle each other again, I just hope they don't blade. I'm 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 over blood. Like I'm over over blood in this company. Uh, like it does nothing for me. I'm like get up. I know it's get up, get up. I don't care. Get up, get up and fight. <laughs> Get up and fight. I don't care. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, we missed. We didn't watch Dynamite last week. What happened on Dynamite last week? Anything big? Lots of tags. Um, lots of tags. Uh, Brandy calling herself a name. Uh, yeah, she called herself a black bitch. Yeah, I forgot about that. Dan Lambert uh, comes out. He buries Cody. Uh, sets up the uh, sets up the rampage match between uh, for the for the NXT title. I'm just called the US title because in fact, it's the US title uh, uh, between Cody and either Page. Buried Cody. Uh, lots of times it was fucking hilarious. And then uh, at times, and then Brandy comes out and says, "Well, you know, you got a black belt. Well, I'm a black bitch. Let's do this." And I'm just like. Hit it hit the Doctor Umar pages. Um, uh, who, who's this for? Like the I, crowd I told everybody. For it. The crowd popped for it. Crowd huge, went but crazy. It's like, yeah, but it's but it's a crowd full of white people. So it's like, yeah. oh, oh, this what you're you're doing this for them. I, I would suggest you stop doing this for them. This is a good. Like, yeah, don't man. replicate this. Uh, but whatever. So, um, uh. I'm trying to think what else I didn't happened like in that it. show. Um, it? Oh, hey, this as far as this Cody thing goes, I told y'all. I told you. Like the second he would be wrestling Ethan Page in a couple weeks, like I'd be uncontrollable on the show. Like this makes no sense. I hate it. I hate like when they match him up against the heels. Um, it, it's it's just fucking dumb. Like without turning them, um, it, I just I think it's a waste of space and. You know, he's back with Sammy Guevara at Battle for the Belts. I'm hoping they do the right thing and, sw- and swap the belt back, but I'm less than confident. Um, I hate it pretty much. When Brandy gets involved, chances are it sucks. 
you know, and it can be a disaster. Like, and obviously, you know, Brandy, whatever she tends to put out, tends to get ate up pretty bad by social media. And I know social media is not, you know, the largest measuring stick out there. But, you know, it is kind of noticeable when she's trending for half a day and everybody's dunking on it. And it's just like, why did you like do this? Like how, why did you think this is going to get over? Like, why did you like, what sounded cool about this to you? But, in, but in her mind, it did get over because it got, it, 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 it garnered a reaction, which is like, and a rating. y'all, you know how people say that like, um, there's good and bad heat. There's also good and bad pops. And like, they don't know that. And by they, I mean like Cody and Brandy. They don't recognize what a what a bad pop is. Because like, look at their look at the, look at all the shit he throws in his matches. Yep. It's like people are popping because like, like people are. are it's it, Pavlovian. Tr- it's not because like, like, oh my god, this is some great matches. Like, oh, well, they did the thing that tickles my scent, my, my my you know. Then listens reaction, so they so I do something to it. And it's like, but does it actually add to the match and make the match feel filling or filling or uh, fulfilled or earned? Absolutely not. Like it makes your match, it makes the story you're telling seem like more convoluted or contrived. And he doesn't he doesn't care because like, oh well, I, I got I got to pick a pop as Omega. Well, Omega just went out there and had like, you know, one of the best matches of the month, man. Like it's not the same thing. It's not. Yeah, yep. it is. Um. It is just something that has continued to spiral, and it's just like, you know, Cody doesn't even come save her. Dustin has to come save her, so now the baby, like, they're trying to babyface her, and it's just like, it's all confusing, man. It's all confusing, and it's more Codyism. I don't know if it's necessarily confusing, it's more, but it is definitely exhausting. Like, I've been tired, I've been exhausted with this dude from because uh, all Dan Lambert is doing is, is telling the truth about this point out like yeah this shit sucks and then it's like why do I agree with Dan Lambert I should never agree with Dan Lambert <laughs> and the crowd's popping to him too exactly like, yeah. that's why it's confusing yeah uh okay I don't even know what was on that card but there's a bunch of tags so like uh Rampage was um what was Street the opener for Rampage oh uh, Darby open? and Bowens Darby and Bowens good match uh, Darby, you know, classic match where, uh, in, in AEW where like the, the baby face is going to win, uh, has, is facing a heel that has a, someone on the outside. The heel cheats one time. The, uh, the baby face then does something to lay out the heel on the outside and then, and then on his way, on his way to beating the heel in the ring. But the match is good, uh, in time. Well, not some super match, whatever else, but something like three, three and a quarter. So I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the street fight, the street fight, uh, street fight is a plunder match with some very 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 fun high spots in like the gosh pile driver off the uh off the apron through the table on the floor was, was a blast um the uh i forgot what uh, oh yeah the uh i'm sorry the superplex to the into the thumbtacks was awesome um but i gotta say when you do the brass knuckle spot at, for months and people get hit with the brass knucks and no one bleeds and then you get hit with the brass knucks one time and then I see your body 75% underneath the, underneath the apron. I, I know you're about to come up with a, with a face full of blood and you come up with a face full of blood and then you mug for the crowd throughout the whole rest of the match and I'm just like, cool, whatever. Go get your t-shirt money. I don't, I, and then sure enough, a fucking t-shirt came up of it. So I was like, can, can y'all... 
How many people need fucking blood, blood face T-shirts in in this promotion? Like, I'm, I'm I'm sick of bleeding in this company. I really am. I'm sorry. Like, this 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 was happening. This was coming out regardless until and then they bladed uh, for the Danielson match again. Whatever. But this was coming anyway. It was like enough of the fucking blood in this company. Like, I'm sorry. I watch wrestling. There's a lot more physical than this, and they're not fucking blood bleeding all the goddamn time. I watch shoot fights. And motherfuckers don't bleed this often in the UFC. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop this bullshit. I'm, I'm I'm done. Like it's a it's a it's a second match on the card. And I'm saying gonna say like, well, this is their this is their biggest match in AEW for those four for some of those four. Yeah, this is a big this is so, a blow off. Cool, cool. But like, y'all need to come. If that's the case, y'all need to set. If y'all y'all know this is coming because y'all been building for it for months, you say Cody, stop bleeding your matches. Stop. Everybody has to stop blaming. Like, I I can't see a murder scene every single week on AEW. It, it is a lot of diminishing returns, and it doesn't make me think, oh, my God, this match is better. Every single time I'm thinking, like, oh, someone else bleed again. Get up and fight. I don't care. Everybody bleeds. Get up and fight. Yeah. Um, I love this uh, match. It was a fun match. It was. Love the bunny. Um you turn around that quick. She, one hard. That's all it takes. One hardcore match. No, no. The 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 bunny, like you know, the bunny, you know, beat the tribal chief, you know, in the ratings before. Like this, this is a bunny. This is team bunny. All right, man. A bit match. Uh, TNT um, title match. Cody versus uh, Ethan Page. I thought this match was good. It was good too. Uh, very good. Uh, it's just you know, um, there was a well, there was a a second rope power slam from Ethan Page to Cody. Um, this is a very good match. Uh, Cody is, you know, since, you know, the title match he had with Guevara, this match, he's, you know, he's having good matches again. So, I'm off his ass until he starts having shitty matches again. But I will I will note that, like, while Lambert was on the, on the, uh, at ringside, while, uh, um, Arn, and I almost called him Arm Anderson. Arn Anderson was, uh, at ringside. They did the both of them take a swipe at uh, the other, the other, uh, person in the ring's feet while they hit the ropes. I'm just like, and that's all they did. And I was like, that's all you did for the match. D- leave them in the fucking back. And they, y'all added nothing to this match aside for waste fucking time for, for, for 15 seconds with a stupid spot. It had nothing to match. It didn't do anything for it. It was just a do. Like, I'm tired of Arn Anderson Cody matches. But match is good in, like, whatever. Uh, so, like you mentioned uh, Cody and, um, I'm saying her Sammy Guevara. Battle of the Bells. Uh, what else on Battle of the Bells? I know the Britt Brit- Baker and Riho. That's, it, uh, that's all matches. I know for for right now. Yeah, you know Battle of Bells on two belts. It's a one hour show. So. I know that. Yeah, it's a one hour show. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, um, all right. So I I mean we jumped around a lot. So I guess we go back to the main event of uh, last night's show because we just did Rampage in the mat- show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh, they made Jade oh, the TNT, champion as well. Yep. yep match stunk. Yeah. Match yeah. Stunk. Um, there's there's issues with, there's issues with uh, Jade selling and like how they want to present her in the ring and how she sells based on how they present her like and also her she, feet like her movement like you can just watch her and like it's like she's counting steps. Yeah, there was um, a transition or there was a counter where uh, in the corner where uh, Ruby was trying to get her to into a victory roll and um, it looked bad. Um, but yeah, like I will say this because the match layout was good. It came. The crowd came around on it by the while they went to the closing stretch of the match. Uh, so like that's a victory in itself because uh, Jay because of Jay's inexperience. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, they can't they can't be putting her in like ten minute ten minute nine minute eleven minute matches. That, that's that's a bad idea. 
Yeah. Um, Unless they want to have her go out there and just brawl. So, but they so don't I do th- that in, in AEW. I think the deal is going to be um, Jade will defend that belt in very short matches to get a second women's match on. And the rest of the the division will be booked as normal while Jade kind of learns in her own world. Okay. Um, no problem with that. Um, oh, yeah. The main event of the the, the uh, AEW tag team. Uh, AEW World Tag Team title match: the Lucha Bros versus uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Express. Express. This match was headed towards great. It may, st- yeah, I still say it was. Great. I gave it four stars. Um, match which match felt like it felt like okay because they've had a match before and the match was better. But yeah, I thought this was just straight. I, I thought it was I thought it was great, uh, and then ultimately the ending, you know, the disgusting ending, what happened with with Phoenix's elbow and or whatever else, like that sucked. But um, I really enjoyed the match. Uh, I I I absolutely bit on the uh, the near fall where they basically murdered uh, Jungle Boy like five different times for a near fall, and then he kicked mm-hmm. out at like two point nine. I I I thought that was the end of the match. The crowd went wild. I I was like, wow, that's a great near fall. Um, but yeah. Uh, it was a great match. Uh, ultimately, you ended up getting uh, Jungle Boy um, beating P- uh, Phoenix by getting out of a Made Japan and turning into a victory roll and getting the win. Um, while um, Phoenix is on the floor, like writhing in pain because uh, his arm bit backwards the wrong way. But yeah, um, you know, wasn't apparently that wasn't a broken arm. It was a dislocated elbow. Yes, dislocated elbow. He should only be out for a few weeks. Only a few weeks. Yep. Wow. He, I mean, got spared. That was, that was boy. Crazy. I mean, that's, like, I mean, you know, the, I thought it was some psycho Sid shit. Like, and it was like, ooh. But when I saw it live and saw how he felt, uh, he felt awkward. And then I saw him literally point at the at the doctor and at the, at the mm-hmm. corner. I was like, oh shit, he just like he landed because I knew he didn't land flush. He didn't land flat. I was like, oh shit. I think he just dislocated his elbow. Then they showed yep. the angle from the other from, from the other angle. I was like, "Oh my god, this was." I looked away from the TV. I was like, "Oh my god, this was even worse than dislocating his fucking elbow. This was gruesome." Um, yep. uh, yeah, man. Frankie brings up a good point in the comments. He said, "Almost made him think that they did the title change on the fly." Um, that could be because, like you know, he rolled Maybe. up Pentagon like. You know, kind of in it, like for me, it was like they went straight to the finish right after. And then obviously there, it seemed like there was a little bit of time left still. And all the teams came out and they were showing Jericho sitting in, in the top. And it's like Jericho's yeah, not in the that's fucking true. tag team. Yeah, like, they I showed like, Jericho. They showed uh, they showed Santana. They showed um, they showed who, what other people from Inner Circle they showed. They showed Alistair, Alistair, Malachi Black too. And I was like, what is, why? Like, are him and, um, are him and Andrade on the team again? Yeah, it, I mean, to be honest, like, because it was a babyface versus babyface, uh, you know, tag match, like, that 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 gallery of the Legion of Doom on the ramp, like, that could have been for anybody, either one of them. Um, also, the lights out stuff, like, that's probably like Malachi Black doing his, you know, head games and shit. Okay, mm-hmm. earlier in the show, uh, when he was fighting... Um, Pillman Jr. sure, but not like in the middle of the fucking main event. Like that was like a power outage. Like, and that's another thing. It's like when you do lights out so often, we all think it's an angle eventually, even when it's not your fault. So maybe don't do lights out so much. But whatever. Um, yeah, I you know another another show where I look at it and I'm like, 
you know, there's a squash. There, sorry, there was a MJF match with Sean Dean that was a squat that turned to a smaz where CM Punk runs out and he ends up hitting uh, Sean Dean. Like he he assaulted this black man to get him a win. I was like, there was other ways, bro. There was other ways. Yeah, um, bro. I was like, I was like, I don't want to see any DQs. Like, I'm sorry. I, like, do yes, something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just literally like we did this just to get to the promo between these two. It was like, okay, whatever. Uh, Good promo, but whatever. Like, I, I don't want to see bull. I don't want to see waste of time matches. I just don't. Uh, and, and then you get the word low. Uh, you know, power bomb a dude a million times to death. Uh, which I, I pop every time for. Like, it's like power bomb the carcass. I don't care. Uh, so yeah, like you know. But as you mentioned, like those three matches or those four matches in between, like the opener. And uh, it was and, a long time yeah. after the Danielson and Hangman match. It yeah. was like a lot of talking, and what yeah. it wasn't necessarily like. Any really good wrestling. There was no good wrestling outside. And then the the main event was really good. So, like, again, much like day one, the meat was trash with bones. So, um, yeah, that was was pretty much catch up on the week of Dynamite. Or or AEW. Yep. Um, They signed Jake Atlas. Um, Did he blow out his knee? Or do you think he blew out his knee? We don't know yet. I think he's having an MRI. So, we'll see. Hope he's good. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that is on my mind. Not sure. I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah, oh, oh, real quick, real quick. I'm not even about the music. Stardom Dream Queendom. Uh, we talked about it in passing on the Stardom show. It is an absolute incredible show. It is one of the f- five best shows of the year. Like, I mean, it's it's. Is is this is the other Stardom show from March? It's the it's you know the three star or sorry it's like Vengeance Day, it's uh you know all out, um double or nothing full gear like those are the, it's on that it's on that level of of, of tier or whatever else. Uh, um, great white belt match, great red belt match. Uh, you know um, Great high speed match, uh, really fun, uh, you know, ten year anniversary tag match. Um, let's see what else was on there. Um, I'm blanking on it right now off the top of my head, but like lots of great wrestling down that car. Seven seven matches, like just fantastic wrestling throughout the show. One of the best one of the best shows of 2021. Uh, check it out. It's on Stardom World, um, and then on um, January 3rd they had their award show show yes. four matches and. Um, on on the card, there was four matches and it was all like uh, trios and quattros. Um, the set is on the card. It was uh, Queen's Quest, not Queen Quest, but it was uh, Dom Del Mondo minus Julia and her new set of goons versus um, stars, the top four stars. And like that match was really fun. Everybody worked hard. They they, they threw a shit ton of this of stuff into like a thirteen minute match. Um, second match you had uh, Queen's Quest new top three versus uh, Dom Del Mondo. Not sorry, down the one. Oedo Tai with Momo and uh, Fuki and Death and, and Saki. Uh, the close stretch comes down with Azumi and uh, Saki, and they do high speed stuff. Ultimately, at the end, Azumi uh, ends up winning with Numero Uno. Um, that's a fun match as well. It also sets up uh, because of the stuff that Momo did in the match, like it sets up an Azumi and Momo match for one of these Corrigan Hall shows that are coming this weekend. Um, and then the main event, you get. Um, <laughs> Cosmic Angels, Tam and Unagi and um, Mai uh, versus got caught Julia. off guard. <clears throat> huh? So they got caught off guard. 
Who did? Cosmic Angels. Oh, that was a that was a Christmas show. Um, uh, versus I'm trying to think. Let's see where. Uh, oh, and then Julie. I'm sorry, and uh, Julian. Her new two uh, mass goons are uh, Thecla and Mariah. Mariah is a former young girl in Tokyo Joshi Pro that people thought was going to be like uh, a possible future ace candidate because uh, because of her size. Uh, and given that they have a very blaring lack of stock in Tokyo Pro, and you wonder why Miu's the champion, even though like she doesn't really sell that much merch compared to the other top people in Star uh, in uh, Tokyo Pro, is because like you look at someone like Mizuki, who's like built like Riho, um, and wrestles a lot like Riho, and then you watch Miu, is like the size of Tam and crushes skulls with, with knees and feet, and he's like, yeah, she's bullies these small girls around. Like the only person that really like holds up to her, them, her is like Yuka. But anyway, like Mariah, Mariah is like Micah size, except more muscular. Like she's a, she's a, she's, she like she lifts weights in her sleep. Um, and then uh, Thecla, Thecla is a um, was in Ice Ribbon and got there like around like probably six months before uh, Julia left Ice Ribbon. So like they have a connection, they've been friends. So like um, they're going back and forth. Um, they end up having this ex- a great exchange between Tam and Julia because all they do is have great exchanges where they slap the shit out of each other, beat the shit out of each other. Of course, that's another one. Um, and then at the end, you get Thecla in, and Thecla showcases all kind of stuff she can do. Like she does uh, this ridiculous, like crab, like crab spider crawl thing. And she's like her gimmick is she's a spider or whatever else. She does like spider does stuff off the ropes. Like she like hangs in the ropes and hit, kicks you, gives you this cool like quick kick. Um, uh, it, she's she's just really good. Um. Anyway, she ends up into going this distance with um, uh, whoever was in Unagi or Tam in the match. I think it was uh, Mai. Ends up pinning her. And then at the end, you see uh, Julia and Thecla. They give themselves this big hug where Thecla just jumps into uh, Julia's arms and wraps her legs around Julia's waist. And Julia just hugs, spinning her around in a circle. And the only thing I thought was, this is Julia like screaming loud into the camera, non-verbally, Fuck you, Ice Ribbon, I won! <laughs> so, that that's the update for Stardom. Uh <laughs> Like I said, uh, this weekend shows the two Corker Hall shows. You got um, uh, Azumi and um, Momo in the main event, and then on the other main event is the uh, the the tag league winners um, Azumi. I'm sorry, uh, Hazuki and Kaguma versus Julia and Shuri. Uh, so yeah, should be fun. Some really fun main events. Indeed, man. Yeah. So that's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Um, if you guys still you're in the Christmas spirit. You're still wanting to hear stuff about 2021. Um, you go to uh, the link in the description and check out the FOH draft. Um, there's a space for you to drop a donation off for whatever you feel like paying for it. Uh, uh, and then um, let's see what else you got. Uh, also, uh, donations in uh, Red Circle. Go to uh, our Red Circle and drop us a donation. Um, and uh, let's see. Also, check out the other shows on the network. Besides Monday Radio, you have Keep It a Strong Style, you have the Rick and Clive Wrestling Show, you have Grumman Wash's shit, you have uh, the Grave Consequences Podcast, you have 8-Bit Suplex, you have uh, All Things Elite, you have Great Match Generator, and you have AEW Match Guide. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace.